Hey, Zombro fans, Ralston Twice. I'm back here for yet another wonderful week of Zombro's podcast action. Oh, my goodness. Closing in on 150 episodes, but I am joined by, once again, the greatest co-host of all time. I don't care about Howard Stern's show. I don't care about the H3H3 podcast. We're talking all-time podcast co-host, Johnny J25. How you doing? I'm doing well. Wow. That was a real, like, that was a real sweet <laughs> build up right there. I was normally I just come on the show and get shit on. <laughs> so, well, appreciate that one for once. Yes, that's great. And we're more importantly joined by a guest we're very proud to have on. We're really excited to get into all sorts of Call of Duty conversation. Prestigious Keo Ryan, how you doing today? Doing good. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Um, we do have some pretty default questions, don't we, John, that we have on the show, like uh, favorite maps. You want to dive into some of the default oh, stuff? Oh, I didn't even You want to do, do that? Well, I mean, yeah, we can. We can let's do it. Into. Because little little known fact, um, prestigious key here. You might know him from multiplayer stuff, from Call of Duty. He dipped his toes in little Apex Legends lately. He's been around mm-hmm. the board, right? But some of his most viewed, prolific videos of all time are custom zombie and zombie map videos. And I, before we had you on the Straight show doing a little up. research, there's a video on your channel, the 999 Darice one, I saw like seven years ago, whenever it was posted, and I didn't know it was you at the time. And I'm like, yeah, what? That was like right around when uh, people started modding console versions yes. of World at War. And I yes. get into this game, and this dude's like dropping everything on the ground. <laughs> he drops the default <laughs> weapon on the ground. I'm like, hey, this is... This is pretty cool. So I messaged him, hey, could you make it go to like 999,000? And he's like, I don't know. Tries <laughs> <laughs> to do something Fuck. cool. And that's, that yep. was the result of that video right there. So, oh, it's beautiful. It's it's actually, it, and it's, it's got the zombie hands. Like, what is yeah, it? I think, I think I they're just called, actually. I think the weapon in game is actually referred to just as brains. It's, <laughs> it's cool. I love this. Yeah. I, and it's like a little pink box on the ground. Yeah. I, I have no idea. <laughs> We can quickly run over the beautiful. Look at this. We have our Zombros cam. Look at that. It just gets ridiculous how he's dropping everything. Round 99. But does he do the thing where there's like a uh, <laughs> lights are going and changing everywhere? Yeah. He, he said this is called the dance party mod. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it was pretty cool. And then the zombies, like we thought, hey, let's just see how many bullets it takes to kill one. Mm-hmm. So I had to actually cut that part out because oh, it was it taking forever. so many bullets. Because they're you know it's not meant to go that high. Yeah. So I don't... Did you ever did you ever kill a zombie with it, or did you just like give up after a while? The only way we were able to do it was with the wonder waff. Oh, that makes sense. Like everything else, just didn't kill it. Like we used the Browning, we tried the MG forty two, like nothing was killing it. Mm-hmm. Well, so... like because because the the whole zombie health system is exponential. So I'm at if oh, it, yeah. if, it if, if it flows just like the pre the other games, I guess you're doing something like 950 times 1.1 to the 99,999. <laughs> like, can it even do that calculation without just maxing out somewhere? And maybe it was just a, an issue of where everything was broken because there were so many mods happening at once. I have no mm. idea. It's, it was fun though. That's, oh, I'm seeing, I'm seeing the dance party mod now. Is it, everything it, flips between is it ridiculous? Colors. I love it. I absolutely love it. And then oh he was God. able to change like rank and stuff too. So that was really weird. Uh oh. <laughs> I remember those lobbies. You join in the lobby and you just, I mean, even probably today, you go into a World at War lobby and you just hear the like a 10 as you just get to instant prestige and you're like, uh oh. Mm-hmm. 
Uh oh, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> and then it's broken. It's like everything I worked on's gone now. Yep. Or maybe he gives you more. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> Extra classes, guns that aren't in the game. Hmm. This doesn't seem right. Yeah, you had those colorful classes. Oh like, my uh, god, yes. And then you had the colorful names too, oh where it's like god. doing the wave and stuff. I haven't mm. seen that's been so long. That's perfect yeah. segue into like Ryan. What was yeah. your first Call of Duty? Like what? what what's your first? introduction into the Call of Duty franchise and how you got on this whole you know content creator platform? Because I'm pretty sure you're a Renaissance man when it comes to capture events, your relationship with the Call of Duty franchise, and everything. So like, yeah, let people know. Uh, so my first ever Call of Duty was Big Red One. Yes. And yes. I, when I started playing that game, I had no interest in making videos. Mm -hmm. Um, it was just me enjoying the game for what it was. Yeah. I did not like Call of Duty 4 at first, mm -hmm. uh, and it wasn't until World at War that I really got into the series, um, content creation-wise, and then it was, basically, I went back to COD 4, learned to love that game, and then ever since, that's kind of where it's been, um, and then around 2010, 2011-ish, that's when Robert Bowling, the community manager at Infinity Ward at the time, mm -hmm. he reached out to me and said, hey, we're doing something really cool, do you want to come and check out what we're doing? And I thought it was a troll, like... <laughs> Some dude on the internet's asking me to hop onto a plane and fly across yes. the country. Oh, and I'm like, classic. I don't know if I should do this. My mom and my, you know, my stepdad at the time, it, she was just like, what, what, are, why would you even do this? Why do you trust some guy on the internet? And I was like, well, I have nothing to lose. Let's do it. It all turned out to be really cool. And, if uh, I die, I die. <laughs> yeah. If I die, I die. I had never flown on a plane before then. Yeah. And, oh, that oh. was. I was just like, this is crazy to me. And it was weird because I was working with the Air Force at the time. Mm -hmm. We were doing environmental work, uh, okay. putting like containment pads under C-130s and stuff. So cool. I was really familiar with like planes and everything like that. But uh, I had never flown on one, which was very weird. That's, almost, that's ironic. So, I work yeah, on planes, yeah. never flew on one. <laughs> so I went out there. At the time, it wasn't even like content creation. It wasn't. Yeah. There was no YouTubers or anything like that. It yeah, was yeah. just. A community thing mm -hmm. and i didn't have any subscribers at the time i had like 100 subscribers wow and think about those days <laughs> yeah we, we got to check out modern warfare 3 early they showed us like two campaign missions they showed us a bunch of stuff from the multiplayer they did just because you love like, the game and not as a marketing like ploy what yeah basically that was what? it and i asked him i was like well why did you invite me i don't have like a following or anything mm -hmm. and neither did anyone else it was just a love for the community, mm. I guess, because he saw I was giving feedback, uh, constructive feedback to mm. the the team at Infinity Ward with Modern Warfare 2 at the time. Awesome. And I think I might have got my years messed up, but basically it, this was all happening right around when MW3 was about to launch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2011, 2010? 2000. 2013? Well, I I look, was... 2011 is, August 2011 is a moon. I always have that release date because that's when I got my first partnership with Machinima. <laughs> I partnered okay, so... with him in 2010 and I didn't get released to literally just when this whole thing blew up. A Are you shitting me? I've been with them you since the just... beginning. Wow. wow. Yeah. Yep. And it's because I was in an indefinite contract. I no. couldn't get out. Oh. I was stuck. Oh no, man! The only I remember I when they had those perpetual contracts. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. So get, what'd you say? Sorry, Ryan, say that again. Oh, the only reason I signed originally was just to get custom thumbnails. Yeah, yes. Because at the time you couldn't do it. Yep. 
Custom thumbnails but, and longer videos. Custom was, thumbnails was, and banners. Remember when banners? Yes, banners. yes. And clickable banners. Why'd they ever take those away? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those oh, were great. That was so cool because you could like button map with the code, every little mm -hmm. thing. That was really cool. Those were like the good I old days back days. when like you could really customize your channel. Like yeah. some like 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 when I think back to like do you guys remember like the Cosmic Panda layout? Cosmic Panda? Cosmic Panda was the code name YouTube used to describe one of the layouts. Oh, um, I don't know. No. That one, there was one that had like a bunch of modules and you could arrange the modules. Yep, I remember that. This sure. is going back like 2010, 2011. Mm -hmm. Like some of them mm -hmm. were just hard, hot garbage. Yeah. But like some people really made them pop and made them look cool. Like it was yeah. your own little domain. I was that the one where the banners went down the side too? Yeah, could, yeah that's oh. Cosmic Panda was when the banners yeah. went down yeah. the side. Yeah. Okay, that's I, cool. I like that. that. Loved it. I like the one before that though, when you had all the different modules and you could mm -hmm. you could pick out the color scheme and you could. Mm -hmm. I, I oh my god, you're right. I was relevant enough to have a banner. You could change the but, text and the fonts and everything, and then everybody would always have their like little descriptions, like highest rounds, or they would have like all their mm -hmm. big achievements in the description and check marks for like subscriber goals and shit like that. I remember when YouTube actually had their own achievement list. Yeah, it would be. Um, it'd be like, there were like daily ones, monthly ones. Oh my yeah, god! Oh my god! I forgot about they that. Would, they would give you trophies. <laughs> yeah. yes. I had a, I had a channel a really long time ago, way back in the past, before Prestigious Key, and mm -hmm. uh, I had a bunch of trophies like uh, number twentieth most viewed in Japan, number twentieth most viewed in Ireland, like <laughs> all these different little trophies that would just pop up, and I'm like, hey, this is cool. That's but so, you're, you're, yeah. you're number you're you're like number twentieth most viewed in Japan. You go to Japan, you're like, "What's up, my people?" <laughs> yeah, they love me. What's going on here? Oh. It's crazy, like just how far YouTube reaches around the world. I, I have oh, a yeah. lot of fans that are in the UK, mm -hmm. and sometimes when I upload, they're like, "Dude, why are you uploading so late?" And it's like, "Oh, yeah. I, I forget that a huge <laughs> chunk of my fans are like all the way mm -hmm. across the world." So. Yeah. It's crazy, man. I mean, we got shit for that last week for the show uh, being at eight o'clock. I was being told once again how to do my job. As I, that seems to be something really new to me that everyone's telling me how to do my YouTube channel now. This is must be the newest uh, trend to tell me what I'm doing wrong. And they're like, "Yo, you're not gonna get any views if you're doing it at eight p.m. It's too late for the UK guys." It's like we we know we know this isn't we didn't choose eight p.m. Like we purpose. either do p.m. or we don't do a show. Yeah. And, and you can listen to the podcast at any time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, ah, you know, we're trying. We're trying our best to to accommodate. But then you got people like, I, I believe the Australian viewers, like I was trying to set up open lobbies with them. They're 16 hours ahead of us. 16 um, honest, hours. I don't, I don't, no offense. If you, if you watch my videos in Australia, thank you. However, your time zone is way too far ahead for me to have to consciously think about it. Oh my it. god, it's so like that, it doesn't help with daylight savings time. Yeah, oh, like that, oh, it don't. makes everything That's, worse. It's a whole extra. Like you know, I'll, I'll think about the UK guys because it's a six-hour jump. But once I get to sixteen, coordinating three time zones becomes way too oh. difficult. Especially it's, one that's so out tough. of whack. Yeah, and then you're also trying to make sure California, you know, Pacific Coast time. Oh, that's good. Uh, and, yeah, and, you, you know, make that make that four time zones yeah. now between California, East Coast, because those are the, the biggest UK consumers. If you ever look at the demographics, I'm sure everyone's totally in on this. But just maybe this is relevant to you. If you are on the West Coast, mainly California, East Coast, or UK and Australia are like the four biggest sources of views for English viewing channels. Typically, yeah. very Which broadly speaking. So, yeah, that's I mean, that's what my demographic looks like. I have yeah. a lot of viewers from the U.S., but then I have a huge chunk of viewers in Australia, a mm. huge chunk of viewers uh, in the U.K. And it's just it's hard to line up the times like 
there's going to be some good and bad, and you can't yeah. really have that perfect yeah. upload time, unfortunately. Yeah. I dug up my uh, I dug up my demographics in order. It goes the United States, yeah. United Kingdom, yeah. Canada, oh, Australia, yeah, yeah, Canada too. Uh, yeah, definitely. Well, Canada. Canada's North they, America. They yeah, so I don't. It's all North America. Mm-hmm. Germany, Netherlands, Ireland, Mexico, Saudi Arabia are the top ten. I'm shocked Saudi Arabia cracked the top ten. Must not be getting a lot of views. Well, then again, uh, internet cafes. I had friends in college that are from Saudi Arabia, and they are really, really big about their games because it's a lot of dirt and sand. Uh, well, not not that they not that they don't have internet access. More just like just like I would think high like South Africa, which is a they speak a lot of English there. You think that would be higher? Um, oh, I do have a decent following from South Africa. Netherlands is always big that you mentioned. And Finland, relaxing in, coming in hot from Finland in the chat. Good to see you, bud. Net, well, the net, the Netherlands, they're I think. 90% of them speak English at really? least as a second language. Oh, oh. yeah, they, they speak a lot of English. Oh, it makes perfect sense. I mean, obviously, obviously Dutch is their main language. However, I know a lot of them speak English. I have a lot of uh, viewers. Well, not a lot. A lot to me yes. in Africa, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I wouldn't think like, oh, there's there's a lot of people living in a lot of places that you wouldn't think mm-hmm. would watch Call yeah. of Duty content or something like that. So yeah, uh, here, here's such a statistic: ninety-three percent of the total Dutch comp population can converse fluently in, in English. Oh wow! Well, how big is their population? I wish though? I had the language. Uh, I would I like that barometer. Eight million people. I think. Eight million. Yeah, okay, so that yeah, that that helps. Uh, Do you guys know any second languages? Or I wish I did so badly. Code does coding count? I can oh, seven, recode. Seventeen, <laughs> seventeen million. The code doesn't so. count. Um, I know, I'm conversational doesn't. in German. I'm a German oh, major. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm far from fluent. He's good though. That's John, right. you're so pretty. You can good. understand, like if someone's talking to you in German, you can understand yeah. what they're saying, but you can't fluently respond without yeah, possibly it... messing something up or. Yeah, like my grammar's my grammar's gonna be pretty bad, um, but I can respond. It gets tough holding conversations, but like I'm able to like like I can watch German TV and pretty much follow. Or that's cool. My, my new challenge right now are German audiobooks. That's what I'm currently testing myself with, but I'm not quite fluent. That's good though. That's great to build up that way. Um, yeah, it is. My God, this is so exciting. I, I in chat too. I, you know, it, it is something to cool to see where everyone's coming from. They're pinging from all over around the world, which is amazing. 3 p.m. in Brazil, 12 p.m. in India, uh, Portugal. I, there's a, a huge, that's another exchange program that was in my school as well, was uh, um, Brazilian students. And they are really big into Call of Duty as well and video games. Mm-hmm. I'm always surprised where these niches are for Call of Duty gamers or for gamers in general around the world where you'll hear people being like, I've never heard of that. And then you just go like a little bit to the west or east and also just like, do you know? Our Lord and Savior, Call of Duty. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Someone just you know asked other... me to take uh, in the chat. Um, I get a lot of shit for how I say it, and I uh-huh. really have a hard time saying it. But uh-huh. uh, to those who want to hear it, Der Eisendrache. That's how I say it. He goes hard. There you go. I just, I, 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 I still though, even though I know how to pronounce it, I still have a really hard time saying that name. I, I go between what Dempsey said in the trailer where he just like he just basically goes ha ha at the end of it in the trailer and then dries and drock like everybody just well, it's, it to it's mainly because I can't roll my R's and you're supposed to roll that R. Oh really? Dries and draka? Dries and Kinda. Yeah, but it's more isn't it more like a little, little, little yeah. bit more like like a I can't do, I can't do it. Alright, enough linguistics, Shotty. Alright. We're here to talk about other act- things. Let's get into actual uh Yes. Call of Duty related stuff. Let's sure. do it. Ryan, I want to ask you a question because I was, yeah, man. I've I've learned that you are a big fan of IW zombies. Mm. 
And that's I'm, true. I'm curious. <laughs> very curious. Like I, I've heard you explain it before that like you know it doesn't take itself as seriously, which I think is also one of its best features. But I was just mm -hmm. curious if you yeah. elaborate on that. Like what what about IWs popped out to you? So, for me at least, with Infinite Warfare Zombies, like like I had said in the past, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm not talking from the perspective of like the characters talking to each other. I'm talking from the perspective of there's just really weird and wacky things in it, like mm -hmm. giant mascots that, you know, will run at you with yeah. weird helmets on and mm -hmm. like aliens that will literally float around and zap you with laser guns and just like, I don't know. It's just it's got this weird charisma that it just I'm drawn to it mm -hmm. because yeah. it, there really isn't a story that you have to follow. But I guess the same thing can be said for any zombie map. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to just be IW zombies, but. I feel like with Treyarch's games, especially with BO3, mm -hmm. they definitely were hammering home the story and how important it is to mm -hmm. everything else that you experienced. And I feel maybe because IW Zombies was new to me, mm -hmm. maybe that's just because it just felt it just felt different. It just felt more like it mm -hmm. didn't take itself seriously and you could do whatever you wanted or you could uh you could play it differently every single time in my opinion, without having to do an exact story or without having to follow an exact story, maybe because it was just so wild. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, the way they, the way they structure the story in the sense that like, they're all just kind of like Willard Wyler productions, I guess, Yeah. you know, it lends himself to anything. They could do anything. Know? Yeah. And and that's what they did. Like I, I do think zombies in Spaceland from a gameplay perspective, I don't love the map, but just in terms of design and aesthetic, mm -hmm. like it really does feel like an ins like 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 how often do you look at a look at a map design? You're like, yeah, there was this was really inspired design. Like they took a mm -hmm. concept and ran with it for Spaceland. Mm -hmm. I do love that. Like it stands out in a sea of sometimes just little drab maps. Dude, like, I no, like world. I, AW had this issue where it was like every map was just another Atlas facility. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then and then they come around in iw and they're just like fuck it we're in a theme park and the next map they're like uh we're at a rave in the woods <laughs> like that was my a favorite rave map. in the redwoods yeah. as it's titled dude it was All so time. good yeah, because it's such a horror like the settings they nailed really darn well for just like their gimmick they knew how to run with their gimmicks and that's something that like as you were describing that ryan it really harkened back to like some of the original stuff i fell in love with with treyarch zombies that they gotten away from and i've never really heard it uh, that's why ugh, I love having other perspectives on this show because I never heard it put in a way. It's like it was they were hammering home, hammering home story in BO3. And it's like, yo, that is that is such a great point because originally it was always jokes. I always remember joking around yeah. with my friends about the original Call of Duty Zombie Stories line. And then a lot of it came from the characters taking the piss out of each other all, all the time. And there was little things and wacky sounds that made you go like, yeah, we're having fun. Some stuff would be, ooh. Oh, with those radios, super dark. But then other times you'd be like, yeah. what is this? We're punting baby-looking zombies in the walls. This is great. Um, I, I think that's, yeah. and I don't mean to cut you off, but no, I no, think no, that that's please. one of the best like parts of old zombies when mm -hmm. you look at it, because as a community, we were creating our own stories. Mm -hmm. We didn't have an actual timeline like we have now. We mm -hmm. didn't have the story as it is. Mm -hmm. Everyone was creating their own stories. Everyone was creating their own I guess memories I, I'd say what yeah memories and ideas of of what it was and mm -hmm. I think with that timeline being released it kind of all that magic and dust surrounding what we may have thought 
something was mm-hmm. has now been like, oh no, this is actually what it was. Yeah, like, this yeah. is what the whole point of that was. I think and we it kind of takes away a lot of the mystery. Sorry, go ahead. I think we lose the story that way. You know, mm-hmm. like originally mm-hmm. when the story was kind of something we just wrote based on what we found in game, it was ours in a sense. You know, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's exactly like, how we, I think. We, like it was never explicitly spelled out, so we had to do that, and in a way, we took ownership of it. Yes. But as soon as it comes written out on a timeline, we do lose a bit of that ownership. I think we completely lose the ownership because people mm-hmm. had such conflicting and such ridiculous ideas that were on different ends of the spectrum. But the beautiful thing was, you didn't have to be. There was no need to be like, "We are right. This is how it is." It's just like we were shaping this together, and that's why people's memories mm-hmm. could be so fun and exciting. I mean, I was in Doris, and I was very much like, "No." I like Richtofen. There's no way this Richtofen is the Edward in the radios. Like th- that was on release for Doris. That I you could have people that like removed from what they were actually trying to tell and the story they were actually trying to give. That's not gonna happen in like the newer versions. Like Cthulhu monsters. Like that. <laughs> it's like this is how it is. Enjoy your tentacle monsters because this is it where was we're really going. Really weird. Yeah, it was really weird. Yeah, how was that I, yeah. for someone on the outside in the sense of the the zombie hardcore storyline to see that pop up. I haven't followed the story as much, admittedly, like a lot of like most people, people have. But like most. <laughs> when, when I, uh, I mean, compared to BO2, we came mm. from something that was a lot simpler than BO3, admittedly. Mm. And I think that jumping into BO3 and seeing tentacle monsters and you're transforming into apothecons, I think, I don't mm-hmm. know. Like I said, I, I haven't been following the story, but it was such a departure of what we've come to know. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that was for the best or if it actually made things worse because it, it, it I think it overcomplicated things personally mm-hmm. because, you know, it started with these four characters in Nocturne Totem, you know, nameless characters. We didn't yeah. have any. Yeah. And then, you know, they started to bring into these admittedly people who didn't compatible. They weren't compatible with each other. And I think that that was the story in itself that, you're with these people that you don't know mm-hmm. you're creating your own story. And then now it's kind of just been pulled out from under us. And I think that's, you know, I don't mean to sound rude or anything, but a lot of zombie YouTubers seem to be like struggling with content nowadays. That's I think rude. that's part of the problem. <laughs> you, you can't, you can't um, make your own stories because we have a timeline that's supposed to be followed. And it's like a strict timeline. It almost mm. seems like, so yeah. I don't know. I think a lot of the magic has, has been, uh, taken out of the community when it comes to everyone creating their own ideas. Um, it also it also creates a barrier to entry in a sense. Yeah. Like I never thought of it till now until I heard like your perspective. But yeah, Black Ops 3 was really heavy hitting on the story. Yeah. Like, of course I knew yeah. that, but, but I maybe, didn't get maybe it. Almost, I just didn't, even I didn't even we don't entirely get it either. Like even I, I have the posters back there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I think it's it's safe to say that Reed and I are on the forefront of the story. Mm-hmm. Like with the exception yeah. of Milo, we are the biggest. And Nick. Oh, Nick, Nick. Yeah, good, good, good call uh, we're Nick. like the four guys that at least I know of. So I don't mean to cut down with... anybody else that has a profound understanding because Noah and Mr. Dalek JD, they both know about the story and they're massive YouTubers as well, but they're not like as like crack addicts as we are with Noah's not a story channel, but John's he does make some of them. Channel. They both have yeah, no, no but, videos. But, on but there was a, there was a time though, when I think you could easily fit my channel, your channel, Milo's channel and Nick's channel into a box and say, these were stories. Yes. Okay. You know? I'm with you. Though. Even us as a story guys, yeah. we had yeah. a hard time. 
following. And I get mm-hmm. very cautious making storyline videos now mm-hmm. just because there are so many little threads I need to keep track of. Ugh. That, yeah. Like, it's, it's really easy to make a mistake. Yep. And I just imagine from people who are walking into the game trying to figure it out, just goes over their head. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's like the train has already left the station and you missed it like two hours ago. Like, don't bother. Mm-hmm. Two years ago. And yeah, I think that's why, ago. I mean, going back to the original mm-hmm. question, I think that's why I enjoyed IW Zombie so much because it was a fresh train, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like you're getting just, there just on time. Yep. Yeah, there was no real story. I mean, yeah, eventually it, there was, but... But right there, see... But, but you got no, that's on for key. the ride. But see how chaos instantly tried to hit us like the ether 10 years in, where it just threw all this huge stuff at us, right? And one of the things IW I didn't like is basically all the story stuff was told on the website before you even got into play Zombies in Spaceland. And so that's why, mm-hmm. to me, it wasn't until Beast from Beyond where all of a sudden, oh, everything started coming together. I yeah. adore the theme park. I've said this before. I love the trailer. with. Uh, I, I still play that. It's one of my favorite trailers in all of Call of Duty Zombies just because of the music on that. Um, what, what's it like that that relaxed something yeah like yes that. yes that's it oh god the beat yeah. is such a good groove to it and you have Hasselhoff like anybody's watched a Spongebob movie is gonna be like mm-hmm. my man Hasselhoff um, that's, that's funny, one pro- thing pro- that I'll always remember too because yeah. uh, Call of Duty sent certain YouTubers like the big mm-hmm. uh, yeah. real case mm-hmm. and oh yes yeah yeah was that was fun that was one of the trailer. most fun was, things like, Call of Duty's ever done that was so cool, cool. I honestly don't know why they sent it to me. I mean, maybe because I have been a Zombies fan, but, like, that was really cool. I didn't have a VCR, and they sent me a VHS tape, and I have to go up to GameStop, and I'm like, there's, like, a bunch of people around, and it's really, like, awkward and stuff. I'm like, I have this VHS tape, and they had the little TV set up, and I recorded the screen with my phone, like, of the trailer, and I was the first person to release it. Did they know you were coming? Like, I'm assuming that Activision reached out to them in advance or something and said, Yeah, Activision sent them the TV. Ah, That's what I assume. And I was like, like, hey, I'm here. Uh, Activision sent me, and and they thought what I was doing was coming to reveal a new game. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. what they were told was there's a representative coming. They didn't say, like, Someone from Activision is coming or anything. They just knew that it's a representative. Was- they think like a guy in a suit, you know, from Activision. A corporate. lot of people, they were like, oh, we thought you were from Nintendo and you were going to bring us the Switch. Like, <laughs> they thought that I was bringing the next, like, thing. Oh, and then when no. Was, oh, it's another Call of Duty. They were so bummed. Like, there were people there. That, some of the people that were off of work came into work because they wanted to see who the representative was. No. Oh, that's fucked. They're, and expecting, I was like, Sorry. they're expecting, like, Reggie from Nintendo. Yeah. I don't know, man, but there was tons of people there. And then all of a sudden, you just have Milo walking in dressed like uh, Coindexter. Remember remember Milo put on like I wore everything. I wore the shirt. Oh, my God. Oh, that's too funny. Oh, wow. See, that's that's a beautiful (laughs) way to even bring up the point that people in the zombie community are very frustrated about the lack of promotion. That's the type of stuff. It sticks with you. You remember it. You form a bond with it. Like when you said the We the Gamers, they were in the hotel, the hotel that like everyone gets put in in uh, whenever they go out to an Activision event. Um, mm-hmm. I forget the name of it, but actually, don't say the name, actually. Don't. <laughs> um, but they they just, someone comes up to them and they just hand them a briefcase and it says GK on it for GK Nova. And then they go upstairs and it just has all this stuff from BO1. And that was like, yeah. I, on the forums when I was back in the day on We the Gamers, I'm just like, whoa, whoa, what does this mean? And Talixian's there and Votsi or Voltsy, they're going through it all and they're like, oh my God. And there's all these hints and much didn't come out of it, but it's just like, 
What? It's still cool. Yeah. I mean, the website, the GK Nova website that. and all that type of stuff. The Blackbird. Remember for BO3, yeah. Milo like solved that cipher so he could log in the password to get into the website. Mm-hmm. And he clicked the dials and stuff. Yes. World War II cool. was great with that. That's that extra stuff outside the game that really brings the community together. It's those type of things mm-hmm. that get the zombie community in particular obsessive about this stuff that made us so like it could be anything. We're yeah. not getting any trailers, not getting promotion, not getting the music trailers, even after the fact for like Classified or Dead of the Night. It, it loses the spirit that was once really centered around Call of Duty Zombies. I remember I was having a conversation with uh, somebody from, I, th- I think it was Activision, mm-hmm. uh, back in like October when I went out there for the uh, the race thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm like, man, those were like, those were like, the coolest things you guys had done back when like you'd sent out the reels and stuff. And he was like, Oh yeah, I was a part of that team I worked on. And those were really fun. I'm like, you guys really need to do more of that. So I'm hoping that he took that <laughs> bit of advice to heart and they do more of that in the future. Cause those are fun. That's the way to do it. Right. Yeah. I like, mean, even like, setting like, up the was... backpacks is nice, but it's more like get us to mm-hmm. not just give us stuff, but like that give adventure of like, give us something to make content on, yeah. you know? Because yeah. watching it for like even just me watching from the sideline because I didn't receive a reel. Yeah, I still really enjoyed watching like the Z House and watching yeah. Milo and watching John all go through the same adventure and you as well, Ryan, at the yeah. same time. Oh, it was, it was like really I think cool. if they can give us a way to create, it, it's not organic because it's mm. obviously forced in the sense that like they've sent us this stuff, mm. but it, there it, it has an organic feeling to it that creates excitement. I would love to see more of it. Definitely, and it's crazy they had the that idea was in mind. Uh, in mind like months and months and months before it happened because I vividly remember getting asked by one of the people at Activision like hey dude uh, do you like shoes and I'm like yeah I like shoes and they're like oh what size shoe do you wear <laughs> so like this whole time I kept thinking like they're gonna send me a call of duty shoe or something and I thought that was so cool and then months and months go by I forget about that conversation and then I open up the box and there's a pair of Adidas in there and I'm like Oh, this is why they asked me what size shoe I wear. And it was like six months before that happened. Oh, I mean, look how smart this marketing is. I, I have your video up here, Ryan, on the channel, and it's opening the yeah. secret box. It has a countdown timer. Like, oh, you're the, building the count- up. The countdown was perfect. Because oh. first you make a video, like, Activision sent me a box with a countdown timer. Mm-hmm. And that creates natural suspense. And then, ah. Uh, I think oh, that was one yeah. of the most genius marketing campaigns I've ever seen. The damn, countdown timer is still ticking, by the way. The battery oh, hasn't died yet. It's still there. It's zero, 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 zero across the board. So does that just sit there in your house now? I have it. Uh, when I was single before I got married, uh, I had it setting as like a centerpiece. So when I had friends over or something, they'd say, what the hell is that thing? And now it's in my office with all my other memorabilia. So. Oh, it's so cool. I've seen people. I don't know. I've seen people give it away and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I think Chaos Silencer gave his away, but mm-hmm. I want to hang on to it. I I still love zombies, and I think that mm-hmm. that's a really cool piece of history. And I, Big I time. do remember that, dude. Oh, so. I'm gonna have a memorabilia wall someday, man. I just can't wait. I like mm-hmm. I had the RCX. I had to throw away the when I moved. Sadly, the drone because the whole thing was like flimsy. Like yeah, it broke. Bone. It was so easy. It was styrofoam. Yeah. So I lost that, but I still had the RC car. The care package was still one of my favorite things to ever get. When mm-hmm. every time you ordered like a special edition from Treyarch Studios, it always becomes something where the, all these kids are getting their game and they're like, oh, here's the jackass. And they bring out this yeah. gigantic yeah. fucking box and you're like, oh. <laughs> and yeah. people got mad about the mystery box from oh, yeah. BO4. 
I think it's amazing. I love it. Oh. <laughs> I have it sitting up on a shelf right now. I think it's cool. We, have, we yep. have complained about this mystery box multiple times yep. on the show. No, Mine is just it. sitting there right above my head on like yep. a little shelf I have. It just sits. I don't know what to do with it. And it's it's in a spot right now where it, it would take me like 30 seconds to take it down. So I'm never going to. Well, I, I mean, I don't know what to do with it. I don't want to give away too much information about my area where I live. But yeah, don't. <laughs> all I want to say is. When it was Halloween, I put oh, a bunch of candy in it. Oh, that's I, clever! I gave it out for Halloween. That's, I thought that was cool. We should that might that. actually because we, then we the lights joking. are on and everything, yeah. and people can lift it up, and it makes the noises. They take their candy. I thought it was shit. Really oh, cool. You know what? I will use that for you. You know what? That is the best oh. idea. Wait, see, he's a grown up. There's the difference. He's a grown up. He's married. <laughs> Kids come to his door. He has to, he has to do the candy thing. You're in Here's college. I thought it was cool. There's a difference between you and me. Where it was, when Reed and I were anticipating what could be the yeah. special edition. Yep. And I'm like, I want something useful because that mini fridge was great. I use it all the time. And I'm like, you know what I could use? I could use maybe like a double tap power drill. That way I don't have to go to Home Depot and buy my own. Or Pack you know what? Maybe toaster. like speed cola, speed cola toaster. <laughs> you know, uh, that's one less appliance I have to buy. So there was a special edition and I don't, I mean, I'm going to say it. I don't really care if I get in trouble by Activision, but. Oh God! Uh, there was a special edition that was uh -huh. supposed to come out. With, uh, Reed and John get in trouble now. <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead, go. Ahead. Um, I'm with Bo2. There was yeah. a special edition that was going to come out. Okay. And uh, with this special edition, it was supposed to come with a tablet specific to Cod Elite. Oh shit! And it would be like, okay, all uh -huh. your Cod Elite stuffs on this tablet, oh. and it was just for Cod Elite. Oh, dude, I got on the ground floor of that, and that went nowhere. No, it didn't work. Didn't oh, work dude. out. I, I guess what something kind of, happened. What but... kind of tablet are we talking here? I'm guessing just like a everybody was getting like iPad a mini tablet. Wow. Oh, I mean, tablets were kind of a new thing. I mean, not really, but yeah. But... I mean, they were still really expensive at the time. So Definitely. I'm sure maybe it was just too much because how much would have a special edition with a tablet been? Five hundred dollars? Six hundred dollars? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Been, realistically, it would have been a lot. But I think that would have been a really cool idea and. Um, I'm definitely know, rest in peace, elite. That was a cool. A I, cool I still have that card. I still have like the metal membership card, the green one or I whatever. Oh, I have Price's Journal. <laughs> Next time I got it all I'm too, definitely man. love it. Oh god, I love amazing. that idea. All right, I yeah, have to use it for candy. Real quick, these podcasts couldn't happen without the incredible, incredibly generous patrons that support this show. You can support this show and this podcast on Patreon.com/slash/ZombrosPodcast to receive quarterly merch or even appear on the show, just like Ryan has or other patrons in the past. Links is in the description of both the videos, and uh, we really encourage you. We give out all kinds of stuff. Last time we had a wonderful hat. It was our last quarterly giveaway. It was for those really, for you in the colder places and the warm places, you could have a nice conversation starter, and we try not to make our merch absolutely obnoxious. Our next thing coming up is mugs. Woo! Ooh! I actually you still haven't sent me my hat, by the way. No, I haven't. I it's in a, because there's two bags. Everything's out, but there's two bags completely like together from what you ordered. I don't want to open it up because they're all perfect. It's just like, oh no, I gotta just for one. I gotta ruin all the packaging. So yes, I do need to send John that. But I send everybody else their stuff as on time, on purpose. Not John. You're not getting those die rise things. I'm either. not special. No, you're I'm, not. I'm special. not what. Not, that leads into our next actually oh, ad read. Yeah, perfect. Remaster right. die rise. No. Hey. Yes. No. Yes. No. No. I'm glad you stole that, no. Ryan. God damn it. This is relevant though. Today's podcast is also sponsored by J and J 3D Printing Solutions. Do you need a specific part for maybe a woodworking project you're on or a metalworking project? Maybe 
a need for some zombie memorabilia like we've been talking about on this podcast, like maybe some perk bottles, keychains, a summoning key, or how about printing some D&D miniatures or tabletop terrain, depending on what your hobby is. Well, J&J 3D Printing Solutions have your back. You can email them for any of your inquiries at K-A-Z-E-S-H-I-N-I-99 at gmail.com for your 3D printing inquiries. That is K-A-Z-E-S-H-I-N-I-99 at gmail.com. Thanks to their generous sponsorship, we are giving away... (gasps) 3D printed perk bottles that are going to be pretty tiny on the show right now, but I'm giving away two of them. Whoa, look at that. PhD flopper. Three printed perk cool. bottles. Thank you. Yeah. Look at this, Ryan, pimping them out. That's pretty dope. I like um, that. Thank you. Uh, and a big thank you again to our 3D printing partners. Um, all you have to do is type in the magic word in chat. If you type it in more than once, you're disqualified. Due to giveaway laws, this is only for the United States and Canada re- residents excluding Quebec. Sorry, Quebec. Today's magic word... All right, is hashtag not my die rise. Remember, only type it once or you will be disqualified. <laughs> the winner will be announced at the stop. end of the show. All right, we have one more ad read later yeah. in the show, but that'll you didn't have to do all that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Ryan, did you see, so have you seen the remaster die rise campaign? I have not. No, good. You don't need I to. I had pe- I had people messaging or uh, tweeting me this morning about it though when I said um, I'd be on the Zombros. I, I don't know who's I don't know who started this campaign or who set it up, but somebody has created a Twitter. Has Die Rise been remastered yet? Oh, I saw you retweeting it. Um, every sure day it informs you of whether or not Die Rise has been remastered. I don't know who set it up. Uh, there's also a uh, has Die Rise been remastered yet dot com that will give you live updates on whether or not Die Rise has been remastered. But if you want Die Rise Remastered, be sure to tweet at Treyarch with the hashtag, hashtag Remaster Die Rise. I don't support It's going to come in DLC 5. Probably. <laughs> it's probably going to happen. And I really, the really... Day, the day comes when I can whip up that old HTML file and change the single word on it that says no to yes. Mm-hmm. I will be so happy. <laughs> I, oh boy, just gave it away, John, by the way. This website you don't know where it came from or I have Twitter no account. idea who made the Definitely website not. for but you have access to the uh, HTML I'm talking about code. my own personal HTML files. Yeah, definitely, definitely. The ones you definitely keep. Um, yes, this is something that I really vividly can see. This very long campaign, and John might even get immortalized in the map. And all I want is like a 15-second video of John just look like in the map walking and being like, a zombie hits him once. He's like, that's good as I remember. And cut. That's it. That's <laughs> I all die. I want. <laughs> I die. I'm like, oh, man, guys, we're here at Die Rise Remaster. It's going to be the shit. I die. I'm like, Fuck this map. I'm out. <laughs> Done. I want there to be an Easter egg, like on a faraway skyscraper, mm-hmm. and John's just sitting there doing the Fortnite default dance in the background. Yes. <laughs> you have to use a sniper to see it, though, and then it often pops up for some reason. Mm. Or PhD uh, outside the map again, just for more trolls. Remember I'm also how- just waiting for the day when I get a when I get a DM from the guy who runs Treyarch's Twitter, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Just stop." Stop spamming us. Please. Stop telling people please, to tweet us. You. Please make it stop. My phone they won't stop just ringing. Just for you. They only send you the file, and then it's like, here, we made you a part. We made you a first room challenge of this map. Just stop tweeting us. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, I love, though, the fact that Die Rise, back in the day, we used to get pissed off at them trolling us about PhD Flopper. And now we literally just get mad about every single detail imaginable. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Natural. It was a simpler time. Oh, it man. Like... It's, it's unbelievable. So 
we have Helcatraz Gauntlet that we need to talk about. Factions were announced that we need to talk about. Uh, we have all kinds of excitement on the horizon just coming up with this game. We also have things we want to dive into with uh, Ryan. I know your frustrations with BO4, maybe some of your ideas of oh, yeah. improvement with BO4, both like what they've done adding loot boxes in, but more so just like how Blackout has developed and how your focus has changed from multi, well, how your focus has changed from Call of Duty games over both multiplayer and Blackout and the evolution mm -hmm. of all that. Um, I, I think those are all going to really fun conversations to dive into. So uh, mm -hmm. let's talk Helcatraz first, right? The title of the video. <laughs> have you, have played you played the Helcatraz Gauntlet yet? Um, I have not played it, mm -hmm. but I've watched you play it. Uh, and I've watched uh, <laughs> some other people stream it. Yep. And I think it's, this one seems a lot more challenging than the previous, just yeah. because mm -hmm. there's a lot more variety in the challenges, which I think is really cool. Yes, very much like so. reverse controls and stuff. That seems. Oh, that oh, could you imagine reverse controls at like round twenty or something? Oh, that would be crazy! It would be horrible. I would be so. There is one way I try to get around it because you can invert the controls during that round, so the looking is fine, but the moving back and forth doesn't work. So mm -hmm. it'd be great to even try and navigate that at a higher round where you're dealing with. Uh, I mean. The frustration, that would be an all-time bragging rights type of deal. You would have to give some kick-ass reward because it's so difficult even on round three just to not to be a complete those first, mess. Those first five challenges, you have to think multiple steps ahead, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, how do you guys feel about the rewards from all the gauntlets? I oh, mean, terrible. having a, a calling card and a sticker... Uh, would you rather have like a face paint or maybe no. even like a an outfit or something? I mean, yeah. I've been saying this for months. I want an outfit. Like I want to be able to walk into a lobby and people see my character and go, "Oh shit, that guy did the Helcatraz Gauntlet." I think it'd be cool if they had variations of their outfits. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, more so. I heard people even saying like, "You beat the mode, let allow." There was actually a couple of really good reward suggestions I heard recently. One. Since it's not story driven at all, and it's based, they don't even have character quotes. Let us play the specialist characters. All the shit we earn in Blackout, let us play as those characters inside Gauntlets. Two, that'd be cool. When you beat it, guess what happens at round thirty? You get all the perks, and the game just starts like a normal zombie map. The whole map is open, and you can just do normal survival at the end of it. And you have, especially with how much time you're investing into a Gauntlet, yeah. it takes yeah. an yeah. hour and a half, yeah, to two hours sometimes. Yeah, if you're not super, if you're not one of the incredible players, like I made a video mm -hmm. like. Uh, Helcatraz is the hardest one yet. And someone's like, beat it first time. It's like, well, fucking good for you. <laughs> I got, right. I, it, it took me 30 minutes to just get to bronze in a single match for Helcatraz. Yeah. Now, I was being pretty slow, but mm -hmm. still, it wasn't like I was flying through it. Yeah. And a lot of it is very much along the lines of, why am I seeing F in the chat? Did something happen? Screen's Somebody die? I don't know. Just making sure. Oh, oh is it a PewDiePie thing? Might be. Because I'm seeing subscribe to PewDiePie, too. Maybe. Okay. Just making sure the stream didn't go anywhere. That's all. We're good. We're still fine. <laughs> okay. Um, Yes. But I very much think rewards need to be way over the top because I'm going to use... It's one of my favorite games of all time now, which surprised me. I love when that stuff comes out of nowhere. Resident Evil 2. Have you heard anything about that game, either of you, or played any of it? Oh, I've, I've streamed the whole thing. I yes. did a speed run with it. Yes. I love that game. Yes. I'm, I'm really happy with that remaster. It was uh, well worth perfect. the wait. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, oh. I think I know why people are just typing F. It's because PewDiePie T series are forty two subscribers apart. No, oh no, man. we're Everybody live experiencing that. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait. No, it just jumped. It just went from forty two to one thirty three. 
Oh shit! Wait, 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 wait! We gotta get this up. Uh, this is this is a monumental moment right here. On this YouTube. is YouTube history. There is nineteen thousand. Bring it up, guys! Bring it up! Oh, go oh, subscribe oh, to T Series. Oh, or, no, go subscribe no. to T Series. God! 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 You approved it for PewDiePie. This is my fault. I'm sorry. Go subscribe to PewDiePie. Oh no! Oh no! We're on the gates. Oh, we got it up right now on stream. Oh Jesus! Is it is it getting higher? It's getting higher. Yeah, it's 200. rising. It's rising. Oh jeez. Oh no! Oh, we have to achieve epic victory. Right Everybody, now. if you aren't subscribed to PewDiePie, you gotta. You have to. You have Guy to. Guy cannot be remastered unless PewDiePie is number one on YouTube. Oh, we God. have to beat the corporations. Oh no! Oh no! Look at this. Oh, it's so terrifying. It's, it, it, the, the oh, it's going back up. When it was it was forty two. Now it's at three twenty. Forty two. It's going back up. Oh my god. Oh man. Do you think it's fair that a big corporation can have auto subscribe? Because I've no. heard that it's like an auto subscribe in uh, in India. India. Like if you create a YouTube yeah. account, you automatically get subscribed to it. Yeah. Yeah. Is it one of those things though where you know YouTube you make a you make an account and then YouTube is like here are ten channels you should subscribe to and then they make mm -hmm. like a subscribe to all button or something like is that what it is? I think it's like kind of like how when you make a channel you're automatically subscribed to YouTube. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like something like that in India. At least that's what the rumor is. I don't know. I really don't like that. There's only like one way to find out. We need to go to India to test this. <laughs> or somebody's literally watching that. in India right now. They already said that. So they could let us know if that's actually a thing oh, if yeah? you're in India. Yeah, one of our Indian viewers. They said it was 3 p.m. over know. there. So let us know if that's like when you create a new YouTube account, if it's suggested or by default, you're already subscribed to a T-Series. Because then that's even easier on them. Because now you're just playing population number of India to get subscribed to you. Anybody that hears about YouTube is like, all right, I'll make a video. Sure, I'll make a Apparently, PewDiePie was down. PewDiePie was, for, for about 10 minutes, T-Series was in the lead. Oh, this has happened before, though. He's, he's pulling away now. Yeah, he's, he's, he's getting up. Getting up back to yeah. 600. Everybody, everybody, everybody caught on. It's like, oh, shit, we got to get back. Got to get back at it. Got to get back at it. If they can just get to 100 million, I'll be happy. Which one? PewDiePie? PewDiePie. Oh, yeah, my PewDiePie God. That would be absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! I mean, some of the things that other channels have been doing, I like Mr. Beast put billboards out, subscribe oh, yeah. to PewDiePie and stuff. It's like and he went to the Super insane. Bowl with a subscribe for PewDiePie. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! All right. Mm -hmm. Where where were we before that catastrophe anyway, so, almost happened? <laughs> Hel Helcatraz. I got a catastrophe so averted. Helcatraz. I saw yes. your video the other day. Reading. Yes. Yes. The uh, is Helcatraz Purgatory. Yes. My and titles, by the, the way, are named by yeah, boy, boy, boy. My titles, just for preference, I I am not naming my titles recently because I'm terrible at them. My community uh, is really helping me. I just I'm like, guys, what should I name this video? And they help me out. Uh, six core people, so I thank them sincerely because everyone likes the titles way better now, which is great. It's better mm -hmm. for everybody. So yes, John. So I I click on the video. Yes. And the first line of the video is. I don't even think Johnny J will ever complete this gauntlet. I heard that too. Yes, everybody like, saw okay. this. I love You're it. You're like, he'll never do it. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I will go do it. Yeah. And so I, yeah. I fired it up. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I he did died. It first try. He was the comment that said that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh huh. Yeah, John. I, I died at round five. Yeah, that's right. That's right, John. Uh, what had happened was I needed to get to the Razorback. No. And there's nope. no Swordfish. way in hell you're Swordfish. getting through there. Yep. You know, getting through that. Uh, what's it called? I guess the catwalk. Catwalk. Yep. The catwalk with no weapons wall. is impossible. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I, I've I've developed a strategy for Helcatraz where basically you have to clear out the gauntlet during the shooting challenge or the jumping and shooting challenge. 
Mm-hmm. I buy the shotgun, and then at that point, it's still a one-hit kill, so it's really easy to clear the catwalk. Yeah, yeah. That's the move. Then you grab the Razorback, and then you just camp for the reverse control. Not the Razorback. Thing. It's the Swordfish. And then also, uh, you could just start with the shotgun. And you can also, by round two, be leading zombies into the you other well, the Hell's sh- Retriever area. The shotgun's not the issue, but yeah, you can do that. Yes, uh, but basically, optimizing I've, it with you. I've got that. I ran into an interesting bug today, though. I was playing it this morning. Yes. Um, I was camping, and I got a dog round during the reverse controls thing, mm. and the dogs just kept spawning in it's nonstop, not a glitch. but they wouldn't appear in the map. Oh, that's a glitch. That's yeah, weird. No, it was really weird. The dogs just... I, I would hear I would hear the sound of a dog spawning endlessly. Oh. It'd be like six or seven dogs that spawn around. i be like, holy shit, there's going to be a lot coming right now. Mm-hmm. But then none would come. Hmm. And um, then okay. I would leave, and, and the then I had to leave anything? the corner which was really difficult because I had all my controls reversed. And then once I went to a new area, I would see like one dog. Hmm. I'd be like, I heard okay. the sound of like 50 dogs. So That's really weird. I was told the trick is when you spawn into Alcatraz, when you get into Alcatraz, it triggers the dog round. Now, on top of that, there was the bug that if you watched my video, I doubt you stuck around for the whole thing. Did you? Or did you watch? No. Yeah, no, I did Glitches. Um, <laughs> when you die in the recreation area or in the catwalk sequence, it bugs your game and screws the spawns up. So did you did you die at any point? No, no, okay. I got through it just fine. Uh, I did die. I, I had it down the first round. I accidentally let a zombie through the window. That okay. one, that one's a tough one too. It's, it's no, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's not hard, but it's like it's like you you can't drop concentration for a true. Second, you know, very like true. You can't do it casually. But this is strange how glitched this gauntlet is. They were really trying to do more things with this gauntlet. I wonder if it's incorporating the quests as well. Uh, on top of just timed events, because this is by far the least stable gauntlet released to date. I constantly, and that's what hurt my care for this. I literally sat uh, for ten minutes straight, and no zombies spawned in during the spoon step. When I needed more zombies to kill to charge my shield to get the spoon, I couldn't progress. Mm-hmm. So the game is broken multiple times on me, but that will be fixed in the gauntlet. So that, like I said in my review, you can't hold it against them. I like how yeah. people get like you john don't watch the end of the videos and i'm just like saying all these things like all right i had all these issues but i know they're going to be fixed and people are like how dare he hold that against his gauntlet it's like all right all right i tried that's fair can't win <laughs> can't win sometimes with the community definitely not. it's like i i'll make a video in which like i it's not a very positive video mm-hmm. and people are like how could you how could you like be so negative about this game? Can't you tell the Treyarch's trying their best? Mm-hmm. And then I'll make a video where I'm praising the game or, or you know, I made a video where I'm like, this game is good. They fixed most of the issues. Like mm-hmm. I think if you were to jump into Black Ops 4 today, you would think it's a very good functioning game. Mm-hmm. They're like, how could you say that? This game is still completely yep. broken. They haven't fixed this obscure glitch or this random bug. It's can't win yeah it's whoever agrees with you on that video doesn't say anything and the opposite's always going to yeah. tell you the truth right now in our community mm-hmm. it's it's so frustrating no matter what you do it's always yeah. just a contrarian everyone's just got to tell made, you what a moron when i are. when i made that video mm-hmm. analyzing all of the different uh bug crashes and going into what might have actually caused black ops 4 to crash so much on a systems level mm-hmm. people were like this game is still broken john and i'm like that's not the point of the video yep mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, one, the game is a million times better than where it was in November. But again, not the point of the video. Yes. All right. Well, Alcatraz as a whole, though, John, what was your highest round? 12. 12. I'm pretty sure mine was 17 or 18, whatever the game I think, just died. I on. think, though, no, I could have got, gotten, gotten farther than 12. My only issue was that it gave me the challenge of uh, get the spoon. Yeah. And I'm 
I'm like, well, there's no way I'm getting the spoon at this round because mm-hmm. I'd have to go and charge up the shield, enter in all the numbers. Wow, mm-hmm. the zombies are spawning in. Mm-hmm. Then I got to go do the thing with the crane, you know? Yeah. Like, way too much to do at round 12. Um, I've never I made the spoon, so I don't even know how to do it. See, exactly. Yeah, I didn't either. I had to Google. I pulled up a quick yeah. video because I hadn't done it before. But I think for an issue with that one is not that it's necessarily hard, but you have to do it in advance, essentially. Everything. Like, this I man. built the Hell's Retriever in advance, and I built the Shield in advance because I'm like, these are definitely going to be challenges. Mm-hmm. I was not anticipating the spoon, so when they threw that one on me on round 12, I'm like, yeah, this is Yeah, and then you got to wait for the Magma Gat later on, too, and you can't build it That's, ahead of time. Yeah. So, it, it game punches yeah. you in the face if you're not proactive, but if you're too proactive, oh, get punched in the face again. You got to get rid mm-hmm. of your... Uh, uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I want to keep calling it the Acid Gat. What's the normal name for it? Uh, Blundergat. Thank you, Blundergat. <laughs> yeah. Well, another another tricky part with that mm-hmm. was that like it also like the one challenge takes away your weapon. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, hang on to the Razorback because I'm sure that's coming. John, out. you're playing the wrong game. Why? It's not the Razorback. Ah, oh, you're right. God damn it, Swordfish. <laughs> it's just the Swordfish. I don't know why. I, keep, I don't know why I keep calling it the yeah, Razorback. I have no idea either, dude. Doesn't even it huh. doesn't even play the same at all. One's a burst, one's automatic. I have no idea. I just I just remember I, I picked up <laughs> the Swordfish. And I'm like, I better hang on to this one because you know it's coming back. It is another gauntlet challenge. And they're like, ah, screw you. Take nope. the sniper rifle. No, yep. Here's and the sniper rifle. Taking, and then we're also taking away your second weapon, too. Yep. And then you got to sacrifice your weapons to pack a punch at one point. And also, yeah. by the way, it's uh, I do like how it's not the same starting weapon nonsense. So we didn't have to deal with like another RK5 or Essex. It was here's a swordfish, yeah. here is the Mazu, and then Tommy gun. The three in guns. my opinion, the only way to realistically complete this gauntlet is to know all thirty, yeah. all thirty challenges and plan accordingly. Like it, they're very difficult to do just jumping in fresh. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad idea. thing, but um, I guess it it lends itself to multiple playthroughs. Because now I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, I know I need the spoon. Next time mm-hmm. I play, I can definitely get past that challenge if I do it early on. I, I think, think that's how they uh, extend how long you play a gauntlet too, because yeah. then it's like you're learning as you go along. Yep. But then the first time someone figures out what they all are or if it's data mined or whatever, then yep. it's put mm. right there on the internet for everyone to know right away. But it's yeah. still challenging even when you know everything. True. Very, very oh, true. Yeah. So, oh, definitely. Yeah. I think this is by far the most rewarding gauntlet in the sense of bragging rights when you beat it. I think by far, if you beat the Helcatraz, excuse me, you get to be like, yeah, I kicked that gauntlet's ass. I think it also has the best sticker, personally. Oh, does it? I didn't even see this one. Yeah, I, I think it's like Brutus like. breaking through a Oh, I do know something. the sticker. I oh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I, I, I mean, will say, it, this, this one yeah. I think felt the best. And let me explain what I mean by felt the best. Sure, um, I knew going into this that this one was going to be a hard challenge. Mm-hmm. So every challenge that I beat, it was always, a, there was an anticipation of what's going to come next, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, are they gonna, like, oh, is this going to be an easy one? Is this going to be a hard one? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of appreciate that when a gauntlet is fresh, especially this one, because I felt like going in, having seen your video, that like, oh, this is going to be a tough one. Mm-hmm. So this one felt exciting, and I'd be nerd, like I'd beat a challenge, be like, oh, I hope, I hope this next one doesn't, because I like, I got a good run coming. I don't want to screw this up. Yeah. Uh, you know what was interesting though? The Noir challenge. That one was harder than yeah. I expected. Yeah. yeah. I feel like every time I say something hard, you're like, no, it's not. Nah. This we're one that, we're just different gamers. Was... That's all, John. You're Mister. I've never completed all the Easter eggs. I'm gutted yeah. that I ever but... valued an opinion about Easter eggs from someone like you. All Jesus. right. Well, then the no. Let me explain the, the noir challenge. I walked into yeah. it, and I'm like, yeah. oh, this is just a black and white filter. 
And uh-huh. I'm like, oh wait a minute, my HUD's gone. I'm like, well, that's not a big deal. I don't mm-hmm. need to know how much, how much, how much ammo's in my clip. Yeah. And I'm like, oh wait a minute, I can't see my health either. Not being able to see your health is difficult because, because, because I'm so, because I can use that in my head to Ryan, judge my decision. Ryan, do you play hardcore in Call of Duty games? Hardcore is what I've been playing since World at War. All right, all right. Yeah. Well, I'm all saying, right, well, maybe I, I'm a new. I can see when it's difficult like that because. Yeah. Maybe you don't know how many hits or, you know, whatever, yeah. but mm-hmm. you know, like, if you're not I know used I, to it, if I know I have one hit left, I need to be more conservative, mm-hmm. but you also yeah. don't know when you're taking damage as well, because you don't get like the little red slash on your screen as soon as you get a hit, because mm-hmm. all of that's wiped away in the noir filter yeah, and it's true. just very yeah. static. Yeah, you're black fair. White, you're so fair. Your vision is a little bit more foggy. You could take more damage than you, than yeah. Yeah. you thought, you know, because yeah. you're, you're always aware of how much damage you can take when you have the HUD up. Yep. But it's a little bit more difficult to keep track of. And I'm not saying it's hard, like, oh, this one is unbeatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. but, it, but it was hard. I walked into it being like, oh, this one's really light. Like, mm-hmm. this is a challenge. And I ended up actually dying the first time I did it. And then I, I so I lost one of my strikes. <sighs> the first time. And then I'm like, all right, I'll be more conservative this time. Mm-hmm. It, I think it, what I, I like how it affects your play style. Yeah. And, and I was just going to say, I, I like the fact that they're not the gauntlets aren't just limited time. Like they're mm-hmm. actually, they've been staying in the game. Uh, yeah. Because yes. it helps with specific challenges like the crawlers. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I haven't run into a crawler until that specific gauntlet uh, on mm-hmm. the boat. So, yep. And it won't even know. count in mutations is the problem too. It's just like you turn on mutations and try and grind stuff. I'm not sure if that will, maybe it will, maybe that will count toward, I actually haven't tried that, but I know most uh-huh. things are turned off in mutations when you get them. So that is frustrating. And newbie did point out you could turn it into the acid gat back into the magma gat. Um, is that is that really a thing? Like, could you? Yeah, like if you have the acid gat, you can still forge it. Right. I'm pretty sure. How do you restart the fire quest for that, or can you just go right back over to the uh, forge? So I don't know. It, it's yeah, it's in a new industry. It's the only thing is, uh, my, Blood of the Dead is one of my least favorite maps of all time, and that drastically changes my bias toward this gauntlet. And I try to keep reiterating that during my video. It's like, I, this is a good, if you like Wheel 4 and you like Blood of the Dead, this is the best gauntlet to date for you. It's challenging. You're going to feel rewarded. And it's great. Um, Quest-wise, I just, I don't I don't want to, I don't want to make the, the, I don't, the Magma Gap because it's such a pain in the ass to be in the Warden's house. I don't want to make the spoon. Mm-hmm. I, I, I never don't, I don't make like the spoon. Idea of, yeah, I don't like quests being gauntlets. Because I don't want to. Because that's what we do normally in Easter eggs, right? Like, yeah. and once again, now we're getting outside into like, oh, I need external resources. Like, in order if I to have to leave game. the game to continue the gauntlet, I think that's a problem. Mm-hmm. I also want to clarify real quickly what I said about like health bar, because a okay. lot of people are like, oh, John, you're such a noob. There was no health bar in the other call in the other zombies games. Yeah, but there's still there wasn't a health bar. But I knew that, like, you know, I had one hit when there was a red slash on my screen. I knew I had two mm-hmm. hits when there were two slashes, and I knew I was about to die when my screen is red. Mm-hmm. You know, like it wasn't a it wasn't a health bar, that. but it, there was an indicator. You know, you had a chickenometer. Or whatever. I don't that. think that's I don't think that's newbie at all or anything mm-hmm. like that. I think that it's just human nature. You you've yeah. been playing zombies for so long, you yeah. see that red flashing. Oh man, yeah. the veins are on the screen. I'm going down in a hit like mm-hmm. that. Like I better I better be watch my step. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It's it's human nature. I think you get conditioned to play that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's right. I'm spoiled in the sense that I like I did so much no clipping in BO1, World at War, and all that type of stuff. I constantly turned the HUD off to get B-roll gameplay. So I got used to that World at War. Like I'm trying to get gameplay, but I have no idea what the hell's happening. 
And you made me remember, yeah, definitely. I was definitely with the first couple times I was doing that, like, Jesus, what's happening? Mm -hmm. And like, you use a sniper rifle and it comes up with no HUD and it just, there's no crosshairs or shit. Mm -hmm. Just like, shoot. Oh, that, that's got to be weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, like the PTRS I'd use and stuff like that. And, yeah. But no, that, that makes sense why I'm, uh, I'm making fun of you like the bully on the block right now. <laughs> um, factions are supposedly coming in the next operation. So in a few months from now, we should be getting our next operation. Um, what did you guys even think of the current Grand Heist operation, the new hardcore mode in Blackout? Uh, besides, I'm more for Ryan since Ryan John doesn't really play video games. Um, Ryan, <laughs> what do you think of the new updates to Call of Duty um, with this operation? And, I mean, factions, at least we have a date now, right? That's the exciting I mean, thing for the community. What what is even factions? Like what is it? We Nobody knows, know. right? Is we it going to be like a clan system? Like yeah. what I'm so confused. Like what if factions get here? Everyone's been hyping up and it's just something that's it's, really stupid. It's going to be, man. There's no way. <laughs> it's going to be. There's no way. Maybe there I, is. Clip this. But I'm it's just like I, I, wanna, I don't know. Everyone's blown it out of proportions at this point. The expectations are worse than like release here. for BO4. Go ahead, go ahead. The same thing happened with League Play. See, the mm -hmm. problem is when we had our first reveal event, they talked about factions. Mm -hmm. They talked about uh, gauntlets. They talked about the stamp of approval system. And then here we are months and months and months. Okay, it's slowly starting to trickle in. Mm -hmm. Is it going to be a huge disappointment? Is it going to be what everyone hopes it is? I mean, what is factions going to do? that can drastically change the way people feel about zombies right now. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, this revolutionary thing that everyone's hoping it's going to be. I don't think it is. I think it's going to be something that's really minuscule that in the end is ultimately going to piss people off. Probably. At least that's what I think. Everything pisses gonna... everybody off. I mean, even worse, honestly, because they announced it so long ago. Yeah. Here's what I think it's going to be. I think yes, factions, please. it's probably going to be some sort of, Thing that's integrated into the call of duty app because they're really trying to push this right now mm -hmm. it's probably going to be some sort of like clan wars thing yeah where you can create your own zombie team yeah and then you go up against other factions mm -hmm. and then you can get rewarded through the app because right now we have something similar where you can get a daily tier skip mm -hmm. you can get 20 percent off control freaks for some reason which <laughs> i think is kind of weird I mean, isn't that just Call of Duty giving you their Call of Duty code? And then there's like hundreds of thousands of people using it on Control Freak. I don't know. That's I use Control Freaks every day. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's hilarious. But, but I'm just thinking yeah. like, as cool as it's going to be, like the rewards have to be just as cool. It can't yeah. just be like a sticker. It, like it's got to be more nebula. Oh, boy. Yeah. I don't know. More nor like, than nebula that yeah. nobody uses. Dude, dude, you're spot on. Since day one, since I heard yeah. factions, all I thought is for honor. And somebody in chat has got it too. It's just like, I don't want to wait till the end of a season to get a couple loot boxes and see yeah. a map that really doesn't matter. Like, oh, we're winning certain areas. And for what I just like, that's yeah. not what we're looking for. This is. I, I saw it would be way better if it was there at the beginning because then you're yes. constantly fighting like a tug of war throughout the entirety of the season. When a new map drops, mm -hmm. here comes a new tug of war. Is our faction going to be, I don't know, I hate to say it, first in the world on the yep. Easter egg? Or yep. how far are we going to progress through? Right. It, it had to, I don't know. I just feel like it's not going to be this this big See, thing that everyone's hoping it is. Here is my suspicion of what I think they're going to do. Because I think it's a little bit different for what you guys are thinking. Do you guys remember back? Well, we play other games, so that's probably why we have our influences for. No, I'm not trying to be an asshole. Well, this that, is like... based on the. This is based on just what they've done in the past. Remember when they had, um, mm -hmm. they had like the headshot challenge. It was like if if everybody in the community can get a combined like, or 
Oh, that's going on right now in the app, by the way. Yeah. That is happening right now with I, Black Ops 4. I Shit. think there's going to be stuff like that where it's like, it's like, so you'll have your four factions. That, remember, they named them like months ago, um, I think. So maybe you'll have your four mm-hmm. factions. Yep. And they're competing maybe for challenges that last like two weeks or three weeks or like whichever faction can get to a million total headshots first. Mm-hmm. That's like double XP for a month. Whichever faction can get. Um, uh, but then you're pissing or, off all uh, the other factions, though. Too. Whichever faction, but 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 it, but it resets a month later. You know, okay. Like well, a month, a month whichever, isn't too bad. Yeah. Whichever whichever faction in the in the month of March can get the most combined rounds. You know, so maybe Team Dustball gets mm-hmm. um, gets one hundred thousand total rounds, and they're the most. We get double XP for the month. Mm-hmm. I think That's, that would piss off a lot of people. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But they've mm-hmm. they've incorporated systems like that into Black Ops Three, and it wouldn't surprise me if they did that again for Black Ops Four. Mm-hmm. Blood Faith, Team Dustball. I think the Dust Dust Bowl. No, they did shit. I mean, the name's so far gone from what we coined it. Because Bo yeah. Three was like a community challenge. Yeah, so right? everyone's getting yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I was wondering if they would incorporate that into factions. I, oh, I, I, I could think see that it. Would be fun. I, I, you're just gonna the people that play this game day in day out, grind all these hours. I think it's one of the things mm-hmm. you brought up, Ryan, at one point was just like, I, what's the difference between the guy that logs in for an hour or two gets his two daily skips, or the guy that grinds for eight hours straight? Like the guy in eight yeah. hours straight is not getting his rewards. And with as much uh, crap that vonderhaar has been getting because mm-hmm. he basically said the same thing which is why we don't have leaderboards like actually we don't have actual leaderboards in yeah multiplayer. yeah we we can't go global and see the top 1000 because he basically said the same thing what's the difference between someone who can grind 8 to 9 to 12 to 16 hours a day to be number one in leaderboard versus someone who just jumps in versus someone who may not be the one grinding but can dedicate 20 hours a day and only sleep four hours a day you know mm-hmm. it's it's really uneven and that pisses a lot of people off, but it's true in a sense because you don't necessarily have to be better. One of my friends, his brother, was like top 10 or top 20 Modern Warfare 2 ranked. That was huge for him. Like, he was, mm-hmm. it was crazy. That that stuff doesn't hold any weight. So now this is perfect because I want to circle back about rewards that you brought up earlier. Like, you guys feel rewarded, and we'll keep going with some other conversations. But in particular, Resident Evil 2, top of mind. One of the best games I've played in a long time. You beat the game. You beat it on S plus mode or S ranks. They give you after you get used to the game. And that's what I constantly love is as soon as you start hitting your groove, the developers have mechanics to change things up and change things up. Yeah. So you always get thrown off balance. And you're never like, oh, I'm doing the same thing over and over again. You really don't feel that until you're investing tons and tons of times into this game. And they are so good at reusing other space behind you. It doesn't feel like, oh, we're reusing assets. It's just like it's, it's the old development mentality of every asset matters in the game. There's no wasted space and it's not a burden to be like, Oh, we're pretending to make our game go longer. Like you're suggesting with go along another round in zombies, right? We're just trying to make mm-hmm. it seem longer or you have to play the gauntlet six times because that'll make players play it more. Well, no, it's artificially inflating it. The experience instead of genuinely having more content there, um, you can go through the entire game and you'll be now gifted the opportunity to cheese the shit out of the game with unlimited knives, unlimited handgun, unlimited bazooka, depending on how, mm-hmm. which challenges you complete, how well you do. So the game says, have fun. And all of a sudden it gives you new modes. Did you, you, did you get the tofu survivor mode? Yeah. 
what? That's the whole thing about not taking it seriously. All of a sudden, it's just like, oh, remember how serious this game is? Well, now you're a, a giant blob of tofu, and the zombies like to eat meat, but you're tofu. And as you get bit, he's chunks out. I know. I'm like, what? And all he has is knives. I'm like, is that like a play on like cutting tofu? Or I don't know. But all he, it's just another <laughs> challenge. It's just like, oh my god. And then god. you have challenges built into it. Like mm-hmm. you're doing your regular Leon A or Leon B. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, okay. You have to complete this in two hours. Yeah. Or okay, you you can't get hit at all. If yeah. you get hit, the challenge is you fail it. And then you get all sorts of rewards across the board with concept art, character skins, character heads. Infinite and, ammo. It, yes. yes. It's like, okay, here we go. Wow. Now, leaderboards, what I wanted to bring up. And you brought and you also said the uh stamp stamp system. Um I a hundred percent see how they are not utilizing the power of the stamp system after I went to ResNet. Have you seen this at all, Ryan? Uh, let no, me, I'll I link Oh, yeah, where you can literally see, like, every, every, stat uh, every ever. footstep, every, okay. uh, everything, basically. Pull this John, up. you have to click this and go to the global stats, because right, right, yeah. this is what we should have in Zombies, no doubt in my mind. It tells you, and this is a single-player game. This is perfect for, like, solo players. I can't sing praises higher about this. Character choice. It tells you how many people first picked Leon versus Claire. Playtime yeah, for everybody else. Kills, distance and they have travel. these stats. Yeah, I just want to remind you because yeah. you've, you've seen like even last year with World yeah. War II, they'll do a promotional thing where they'll email everyone. They'll say, "Hey, this is how many barrels exploded. Yeah, this is how many times cars have killed somebody because it blew up or something." It's, you know that I mean, and you're talking can, about sorry, Call of Duty. That, yeah. I'm talking about Call of yeah. Duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did and they I, use to They, they have stuff. these stats. Yeah, they, they still use... do. They still have them. But like, no, but I remember like did, I feel like Black Ops used to like put them on screen like there'd be yeah black message. ops one had like with elite and then yeah, yeah, in yeah. game and, and, they mm-hmm. had like you've gotten this many kills and deaths with this gun you've killed this many people with this specific attachment well i don't think it went that in depth but maybe mm-hmm. it did i don't remember mm-hmm. well black ops but, two uh, leaderboards remember those they had specific crap yeah. like that as well yeah uh and they, they get into the stuff that they track but having a website like this and leaderboards and challenges that are verified through their official a system website is fun it, it's you a, should link this in the chat. I don't know if yeah. you have or not. Yeah, let's do I this think, for everybody in chat so you can, so see, can see follow it. along with us. Good call. It's and they got all these beautiful gifts. They've done stuff like this in the past, but this is such mm-hmm. a this is a hundred percent where they should have took it. Without a doubt to me. And also it gets them, like you were saying, they're really pushing their Call of Duty app. Well, now you log in through all the systems like they do, and it unlocks more stuff on their website, just like Capcom yeah. has you see all these unique causes of death. And then Easter egg stuff. You'll get to see the percentage of Easter egg completions after you do it, and you'll get to unlock other things and see how that competes with people. I mean, they got all these cool little animations to make you feel like you're part of a community. All these stats they say they're tracking. How much time is wasted on a puzzle? Yes, and then you get rewards for your avatars or whatever their dumb system is. And Mm -hmm. guess what? There's also weekly challenges. Oh, my God. Instead of get 20 headshots or something like that, you actually sign up for these, and you have stuff like complete the game with an accuracy of 90% more, kill at least 50 enemies, clear the game on hardcore, all these like uh, conditions to try and get you to do, look, there's an assassin plus, got a quota to keep, pacifist, and they go on for certain time codes. These are the type of events that drastically change the gameplay versus buy 20 doors today and get a couple more nebula. Just like, what? Because then if you go to the result here, I'm showing again for the stats, for something that, oh, that looks really, really darn hard. Could you imagine clicking that story challenge, assassin plus, Gold little uh, makes you feel good, kind of what they're going for gauntlets, right? And you look mm-hmm. over here at the leaderboards, newest, right? But you go to like clear time, 
So that would be and the bragging right, right? Boom. The number other cool one. thing is you don't even you you don't even have to have played this game before to get access to these stats to see them. Yeah. So maybe you're interested in the game. Maybe you've never played it before. You can go to this website and see what everyone's been doing. Maybe, okay, 80% of people have chose Leon. Maybe I'm going to choose Claire to begin with. I've never played this game. Maybe I'll start with Claire. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I, I, it's cool. I love it. It encourages people to be interested about it, encourages players to feel like they're a part of community, even though they don't have to be head-to-head. This is clearly an example of not P2P, and you can still have people feel like they're yeah. all together. And I love the fact like with this challenge, it's just like, when we do daily challenges, who cares? Oh. But here, we can sort. Oh, I'm probably losing Ryan right there if he's saying, oh, something wrong with the connection. Is everybody still there? I think I no. just lost audio or something. Uh-oh. I'm All right. Surprised. You keep working on your audio with your headset. I'll keep talking like a maniac because I love this. And I'll actually, perfect time for an ad read while he sorts that out. But can you imagine logging in for clear time for speed runs and Easter eggs and you're number one on the board, Matthew? Are you kidding me? That is such a big deal to see, like, a legitimate no-hacker leaderboard to get you that excited about that type of stuff. I love what Resident Evil did with that. Um, while Ryan's working out his headset, we actually have time. Good. Oh, good, good. But perfect. Let's just get a little ad read in here, the last one of the day. Go on. This week is brought to you by Ironside Computers. Uh, do you have a problem with gaming? Do you have a Steam library with hundreds of games you've never played? Do you dread the Steam sales? Well, dread no more. With an Ironsides computer, it's clear you can't pass up one of those beautiful Steam sales. So why pass up on the chance to get 5% off your new gaming PC using coupon code RAD at checkout? Finally, you can spend countless hours playing all those Steam games you never got to play in the past. No matter the PC you select, Ironsides will have your back. Their PCs will get you to your PC Master Race obsession and get it off the ground into the skies. Thank you, Ironsides, for sponsoring this podcast. Shout out to Ironside. Yeah. I'm also partnered with them. I think they're great. Yeah, they are. I think, I think pretty much everybody <laughs> on the show right now is running off on Ironside. Yeah, they're <laughs> awesome. Like they're awesome. Uh, oh, nice thing good. is that 5% you save on your Ironside computer can go towards the next upcoming Steam sale. Boom. Uh, Boom. And that's that's going to be a decent chunk of cash, especially mm-hmm. also a decent, model? decent amount of games just because of like how cheap Steam sale games can get. Yes. All right. You're well, get some good and I'm pretty sure Ironside runs promotions where you can get a free game or something yeah i'm almost mm-hmm. certain they do that with so, their models yeah the new egg tries to compete they do the same thing but good old iron sides keeping up with the mm-hmm. pack love them oh this has been an adventure this has been exciting and so resident far. evil 2 is a zombies game i just want to bring that up that is zombies podcast talked about zombies. <laughs> dude i i love resident evil 2 i'm thinking about buying i'm like i really enjoy playing on consoles i'm a big console guy but for the mods man I think I'm gonna I'm gonna break. I'm gonna have to buy yeah, Resident like the Evil for the Thomas box. the Tank Engine. Oh, <laughs> Mr. X running after yes. you. or like the squeaker or the rubber ducky and replacing his feet. Where there's there's really intimidating character on there that follows you around the game, and it, you just hear these um, foot footsteps that are just yeah. oh, it's so you Pump get this through the red off the walls. Yeah, it's, it's coming to get you. It's coming to get you. But then there's a mod to replace it with squeakies. It's like he's just going around. Oh, it's so great. And that gets into, like, what I loved about early zombies, about not taking itself uh, seriously at times, where even Resident Evil is like, hey, you think you're badass for getting out of Raccoon City as hunk? Try getting out of Raccoon City as a blob of tofu. Good luck with that. (laughs) I just can't can't get over. That was literally programmed into the game. That's fucking ridiculous. All right. Mm -hmm. What else we got out here? 
Yes. Should we get into the Patreon topics? I believe so. I believe we've hit on so much. We're going to have to have you back on, Ryan, because we got to dive hey, into I, a lot of your multiplayer stuff, too. That's oh, cool, man. Like I, I said, I, I love zombies. I, 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 I could talk about zombies for hours, clearly. So yeah, <laughs> we didn't even get to get dive. We want to talk into you a lot about like custom maps and how they've changed over time as well. Damn it, we'll, we'll talk. I'm to you always on the next down one. to come back. That's yes, fun. definitely. Okay. We want to dive into custom zombies with you on one of the next ones because those mm-hmm. were a massive part of I think all of our lives for a while. All right, definitely. John, what are the Patreon so, topic questions today? So this week, some of our Patreon topics. I mentioned that you were going to be on the show, so Ryan, you should have a couple questions directed at okay. you. This Ooh. first one comes from. Uh, our ultra patron, Trukas, he says, for Prestigious Key, going from COD to COD, which multiplayer do you think had the best, not only for the hardcore, has been the best, not only for the hardcore fans such as you in the community, but also for the more laid-back players trying to get into the game? I'm going to catch a lot of flack for this, but I think Advanced Warfare. Yes! I think Advanced Warfare was one of the best multiplayers. Thank you. Not only for an entry for new players, but also for old players, because... It added that twist of advanced movement, which we've never seen before. Mm. So everyone was on equal playing grounds when trying to learn this new movement. And um, also the rewards were excellent, too. Yeah, Uh, they were. Especially later on through the year, if you prestiged, you were rewarded quite handsomely with some of the best variants in the game. You didn't Mm -hmm. have to spend a single dollar. All you had to do was grind. Um, And even earning the drops, I think, was pretty fair at the time. It was the first time we ever saw the bot machine type of system which sucked mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. at the same time the rewards were were pretty abundant and customization was cool too so i loved I advanced that cool. warfare multiplayer that was the first yeah, call too. of duty multiplayer i played on pc mm-hmm. so same. when you had so so i so you had so you had a co- combination BO2, of like sorry. learning pc controls as well as uh what i played bo2 oh. first but advanced warfare was my first multiplayer zombies was yeah. bo2 yeah yeah mm-hmm. But like something about something about I really love sniping on that game on PC. Something about that just felt right, and I really like the exo movements on keyboard. And mm. then I never put a single dollar into the game, but I had pretty much all the top variants. Wow. Oh, yeah. And then when I got them, I was so excited to use them in multiplayer because I felt like I had a leg up, but I also didn't feel like I was like overpowered. Mm. You know, the Advanced Warfare multiplayer was great on PC. I just want to say too, as a little disclaimer. I'm not taking away the thunder from any of the previous multiplayer games. I just think Advanced War was the best one mm-hmm. for both uh, old comers and newcomers alike. Everyone was on equal playing grounds because mm-hmm. it was an entirely new system that everyone had to learn. And that's that's, and it was a fun game. I got all the way to max prestige on the Xbox, and mm-hmm. then I was almost there to max prestige 30 <laughs> and on PlayStation Christ. as well. And then I think Holy I did one prestige on PC as well. So <laughs> I played the crap yeah. out of Advanced Warfare. It was a really good game. Well, I remember your variant guides were huge, I believe, or at least they did really well. Yeah. I, I love mm-hmm. seeing just your excitement for the game and the variants every time. That was the thing that was cool to see. It was like, oh, neat, that gun's in the game. Well, that's cool. The only problem with that was I had to, I had to sink a lot of money to get those to make those videos but see that's where the crypto key stuff really makes me furious with treyarch and their previous games i've always i've even said that to the developers on the two times i've been out there it's just like crypto key system i just can't i i can't give you a thumbs up or a pass on that i just think it's so wrong and here we are again we're looking at something similar to it even though it's gotten better and they gave you a faster timer for rewards just like i just don't want that in the game Especially progression needs to be in zombies. Just yeah. saying. Oh my god, yeah, hundred percent for time played and stuff like that. Hundred percent. 
It just so because now it directly impacts zombies because all the stuff we can use and we unlock the tier system. Yeah, variants and uh, master crafts and all that. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be in there. Uh, yeah. Just for everybody who's going to disagree with me, uh, my favorite multiplayer of all time is definitely World at War, just because I fucking love World at War. Uh, World War II setting was so good. The the way the guns felt, man, were just out of this world to me, For especially the sniping. Like when you got the Car 98 or the Mosin Nagat, maybe Roundhouse or just mm-hmm. any of those masks where you're just like going on a, oh, God, just some of the happiest memories I have. But then again, Modern Warfare 2. Hardcore Search and Destroy. Oh, dude. Suppress That was my favorite. Yes. Oh, my God. I remember the Carbine, too. It was another big one. Or the STG would be used on that. Mm-hmm. And just, oh, my God. I remember just the the bomb cranking that and the toss. Yeah. Oh, God. Crawling through the, like, the wheat fields and stuff. Yes. Like, I mean, if oh, I didn't pick it, overload. I would have picked World at War. Oh, my God. Where Modern Warfare 2 is the most addictive to me. I just wanted nukes, but I was never more angry in any other Call of Duty than Modern Warfare 2. I I threw shit. I broke shit. That game made me so mad when I was younger. I bet it would still make me mad as an adult. God damn. I'm I'm sure there's still someone running around with one-man army. God. Oh, Oh, man. But those were some just absolutely wonderful times. And it was a simpler system, so that kind of worked out better for me than having, like, I remember my anger with Predator missiles in Modern Warfare 2, which is like, just press a button and let somebody die. Fuck it. It always kills somebody. Just We're better off just someone randomly drops dead. I always fought like I was the one getting killed. Like, everyone on yep. my team would be around me, but I was always one to get killed by the Predator <laughs> missiles. So, um, oh, that's how it was. Beautiful. All right, John, what's the next question? Damn it. Uh, next one we got from Rare Patron Captain Murphy says, yep. uh, can you discuss if the change in zombie behavior, movement, spawning, lack is what ruined Black Ops 4 for many. It's not a single uh, thing. It's never a single thing. Yeah. It's never just I, I one. I feel like everybody wants to point to one thing or one. To me, I uh, of all the things that could potentially be wrong in Black Ops 4, I don't think zombie behavior is really that high on the list. It's, it's like, in there. Not, having, but... crawlers, not oh. having crawlers is disappointing, but I don't think it was ever game-breaking. Because mm-hmm. even Black Ops 2 had a lot. Black Ops 2 basically didn't have crawlers. Yeah, it started the issue. Nobody, nobody, nobody ever helped, but nobody ever held that against Black Ops too. Yes, we did. Are you shitting me? Uh, <laughs> NGT made ever... like forty thousand videos about like running into the fog update. Uh, John, John, when we I ran... know what you're saying, okay, but right. nobody was ever like this game. This community's dead because uh, we yeah. don't have crawlers. Okay, 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 yes, yes, we were furious, but we weren't like. It's I over. mean, I was upset. Oh yeah, I mean, I was upset too that there were no crawlers. Yeah. Don't forget that I also played Black Ops. Yeah, no, I know, but also on the fact, even sprinters, if you ran away from sprinter, a dead round over. No, eventually that got fixed. Oh, no, it didn't. That's still Mm. BO2. I feel like I feel like yeah, we could have sprinters in BO2 because I'm pretty sure you had a sprinter, and if you ran into the fog in transit, they die, and that round ended still. I I think that there was a a major. I definitely think that was fixed at some point. Might have been. Yeah, I, I think what it was the fix you're thinking of was there was multiple sprinters mm-hmm. that would come at early rounds mm-hmm. or something like that. And they would stay stuck in the sprinting animation after you got off the bus. And I think that was the issue well, that you might be. There's, I know the issue in particular, cause we do Easter egg stuffs and we were hoping they'd follow us town to town. So we'd have to run around to chase the box to get EMPs or whatever. And I specifically mm-hmm. remember both us during Easter egg times and NGT as well. We just run into the fog and fuck it's over. It just end the round on us automatically. So yeah, chat, no, chat will correct me though because that def, I, 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 I don't know. They probably I got patched out. Tra- 
I've played enough transit lately that I think that issue has been fixed for years now. Okay, okay, good. good. I'm gonna I'm gonna stake my flag on that one. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. If the da- zombie uh, was damaged, it would die. Maybe, maybe you might. John might be right. That, I think might yeah. be fixed. Yeah, I still remember so, that. Was I, I definitely, thing. I definitely remember thinking in my head, I'm like, okay, I can't hurt the last zombie. That yeah, might have, the, that might have at one point been a thing. Yeah, that go goes ahead, back then. to the beginning when we were talking about creating our own story. I remember we'd have a crawling. It's like we gotta feed it blood. Yes, we gotta oh. make sure it wasn't gonna bleed out. Yes, yes, let it hit you. Remember, see, that's the shit that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's so much of this, these ideas really where people would just make yeah. shit up. Uh, newbie says they still die. <laughs> and she they would it. still I don't die. Believe you, newbie. Newbie's pretty good believe. about that stuff. He set up all the ZWL stuff, so that's why I would I feel trust like I him. Enough transit lately, because I've been playing a lot of transit lately. Because I've made like mm-hmm. three videos on transit recently. Well, do you cheat when you play, John? Do you have mods? No, or actually, on? no. I'd sometimes, but not recently. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I'm not uh, God. What was that question? Doctor Monty. Uh, what? What was the original question again? The question was basically: Has oh, yeah. the changes in zombies' behavior mo- oh, ruined shit. Black Ops yeah, 4? Yeah, there's one thing I want to add to it. Um. Ryan brought the point system change in one of your videos. Uh, the point system oh, yeah. change. That's a problem. Is... I think I don't like the point system change. I don't either. Because the... it makes certain weapons feel useless. Oh, a lot of weapons. If you're not doing a damage out point, you're not getting points. So the old strategy of picking a gun off the wall and spraying into a horde to get points is gone. And now you don't ever get to say, mm-hmm. oh, wait, this gun's actually fun. Or it's like it just devalues all the guns that aren't going to be super powerful and leads to that one track mine. Got to get the maw. Got to have these perks. Got to just. So again, I think it's that combination of all the things. Yeah, right. It's never just that one thing, like yeah. you said. It's it's a combination of many things that. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to highlight your point because I really, I really do agree with your point there. So continue, John. Uh, Doctor Monty says for prestige, but Reed and John, you can answer this if you want. How does the zombie community seem from somebody who's not a major member mm. of the scene? Mm. So from an outsider um, perspective, yes. what, what do you think of our community? I think that. It's kind of weird to see how the community has imploded on itself. Mm-hmm. It seems like from the outsider's perspective, it seems yeah. like everyone on the inside is against each other. And it doesn't really seem like much of a community anymore. I think everyone's kind of looking for a reason why the thing died when in reality it's its blood's pumping faster than ever. Mm-hmm. I don't think the zombies community has turned into a zombie, but uh mm-hmm. I think that um it almost seems like everyone's against each other and no one's really looking to bring each other up anymore. Everyone used to bounce ideas off of each other, and it kind of goes back to what we said, you know, mm-hmm. creating our own stories. Everyone would create a story, and then everyone would kind of work together and see if it it would make sense. And I don't know. It just didn't, seems like none of that really happens anymore, and it sucks. You, dude, that's so true. I like I, That's a great – I'm trying to figure out my frustration with my latest videos, and you're really hitting on a point I haven't really thought about. I just saw it as – a lot of people being contrarians to me all the time. And it's really just that because of maybe the timeline, like you suggested, it's just like, no, that can't happen. Cause Monty said this here on this day. And it's just like, well, yeah. f- dude, fuck yeah. you. All right. I'm just trying to talk like, or if we even say anything, there's always somebody that's going to pick something out to try and be like, well, no, 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 actually, instead of that conversation of, Oh yeah, that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Maybe it's this, or maybe it's not. Let's keep, I think it, it might just be also too like the collective mind of everyone has just, as we've grown up, mm-hmm. our thoughts have evolved and the game has ultimately evolved as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to make an idea and run with it and maybe bounce ideas off of other people because there is always that one person that will say, well, actually, no, this has been proven. It's mm-hmm. becoming so difficult to to have these just free-floating ideas because now there's a direct link to everything. I don't know. Yeah, I it remember one weird. of my first encounters with you uh 
was how nice our community is and how welcoming it is. And you're just like, man, I love the zombies community, how nice all the YouTubers are. And it's a shame to see how, what a far cry it has become from And that. that's not to say that the zombie YouTubers yeah, or anybody no. are rude or mean or no, anything because no, 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 no. they're some of the nicest bunch of people I've ever met. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I think what happens is it's it turns into this echo chamber where it's like, I hate this. I hate this. The community's dead. Oh, mm-hmm. this person isn't uploading. They're doing something else now. Dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case at all. Um, this is a problem I oh. see just every week when we go through the Patreon topics where I do I do filter them in a sense for all good questions that are very, like, very much in line with that echo chamber mm-hmm. of, like, why do you think this is a problem? Or why do you think the community's dead? Or can the community be saved? And it's like, yeah. not if we keep dwelling on it like this. Yeah, yeah. I think you know, that's part of the Maybe it doesn't problem. need to be saved. Maybe we just need to have fun. Yeah, very do much. You enjoy. Move forward. And I get, I get that it's very hard to have fun when things are broken or you're having blue screen issues or you literally can't progress to the rounds that they told you you can progress to. That is a huge issue and it does put a bad taste in everybody's mouth. Um, But for what it's worth being on the outside and I jump in to get my tier skips daily every Mm -hmm. single day. Mm -hmm. I still think it's fun. I love playing nine. I think Mm -hmm. that's a really good map because the way it's set up. Uh, but yeah, the community, I think, has its own issues on the inside that need to be worked out, at least from an outsider's perspective. Well, I sure hope they get sorted. Yeah. Well, hopefully yeah, we can have some cool. kind of kumbaya, coming of God moment in the zombie community then at some point. Yeah, this, I'm hoping. So Dr. Monty threw in a second question, and this one just triggers me. He said, oh, uh, what are your thoughts on the Mob of the Dead plane being in Blackout? Oh, yeah, yeah. We, I, that was I on want the list. The, I was supposed to talk about that. I yeah. want the saga yeah. of this plane to end. I just um, want answers. I honestly I do, think... I, I, I did kind of like it in Blackout. I wasn't upset about it. Yeah, it's just a teaser because yeah. there will be... Uh, Alcatraz is going to be coming mm-hmm. over in that general area. Cool. As I, an island. To see I don't know... How they're gonna do it? I don't know if it's gonna make the game chug frame rates. I don't know. I, I'm just not sure. I don't know how they're gonna do it. But we have that small little teaser that we got at the end of Operation Grand Heist trailer, mm-hmm. and it looks really cool. I'm excited for it as a Blackout player. But yeah, oh, we didn't even get plane, to dive into Blackout. Yeah, the mm-hmm. the plane itself is is no more and no less just a little saying, "Hey, here it's gonna be coming." Similar mm-hmm. to how we saw the clock and the yeah. little lollipop sign out in the desert before ghost town made its way see, in the game. See, look at th- there's, that's the shit we're missing in zombies. Just viral little things that make you interested that they care. And yeah. zombie players take it the wrong way because they're saying, Oh, blackout's getting all the attention. And it's just I, like, I yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. They can't win. Treyarch just can't win. I mean, the zom- I do. I feel like I, at I, times we have like a, we have like a, an unloved child complex. Yeah. Yeah. hundred I'm honestly surprised that zombies hasn't had, more events because i really feel like they could have done something really cool with operation grand heist and zombies maybe they introduced a limited time mode or something where Mm. you had to defend something to earn actual money instead of points i don't know i think it could be cool and there could be limited items in there that you can get that are specific to zombies but yeah i don't know too little too late type of thing going on with that because it's already been a few weeks since operation grand heist is released yeah, they got to hit it hard with whatever the next thing is, right? If they ever want to yeah, turn this hopefully. boat around, they got to, I really am a big proponent. You got to start giving free shit away to start to get people engaged like the gobble gums in the past, and you yeah. just start giving rewards like it's going out of style. Who gives a shit? Here you go. Have this, have this, have this. 
And it can't just be a sticker. Oh my <laughs> god, no. No. It can't just be a sticker. Like unlocking new modes, unlocking the ability to do Easter eggs and mutations. Who cares? They're cheated and broken every release so far. So being like, we don't yeah. want to have Easter eggs and mutations because it's like, no, I mean, it doesn't work. It just clearly that's not preventing the cheaters from cheating. So let's just give players the tools to play. They could do that, but disable the trophies. Yeah. That way people could still experience the Easter eggs, even though they're yeah. not earning the trophies. Sure, that's how they want to feel about it. I mean, there's less than 1% completing them. I mean, yeah. let's make this more inclusive. Let's get things going again. Let's give our shit. I, I haven't wanted to do it just because, like, I have no interest in the Easter egg anymore. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, why would you when you have to look up, you have to take basically take a course, uh, a small, small, like, two- or three-hour intensive course to learn how to do all these steps. Nothing's fun about these Easter eggs anymore. That, it's that's why I liked Raven the Redwoods so much, because mm -hmm. it was an easy Easter egg. You mm -hmm. could literally complete it in, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. Every time I played the map, I did the Easter egg. Yeah. Why not? And the smiley was broken. I, yeah. I mean, I'll be the first to admit. I loved I, it. I went in the corner. I rubber banded my my controller and just sat there going. Yep. That's what you I do. Don't care. I mean, it was fun. And that's part of the game. These are games. This isn't. Who the hell's bragging about being like I got three thousand six hundred headshots for every single fucking gun? In Can we change zombies? that challenge, 100%. please? And for everybody that it did like, it, give them a new camo, a special give them only for them. Yeah. Because Kingdom Hobbs keeps telling me how he's grinding it, and it's like, oh shit, wait, I have to get this comment up about the amount of time somebody calculated it on the past Zombros podcast that I was um, criticizing. It, it was just, it's like how I just can't get over who is this for? Like, how would you yeah. justify this as a developer being like, yeah, I would feel really, really rewarded if I play wasted two hundred fourteen thousand hours in a game to get a camo. It's like. I, I again I I could make I make money on a real job putting that kind of time in. This is a video yeah. game. I mean I the other thing too, I guess it kind of goes back to that question, um, how does it look for like from an outsider's perspective? Yes. I was really excited when they announced the mastery camos, mm -hmm. but I was really disappointed when it was just here's the same exact camo from multiplayer added because they could have literally made it like a metallic green. And I would have definitely ground out those camos to use a metallic green camo mm -hmm. in multiplayer. Yeah. Um, so or if they were to do a metallic blue in blackout or something like that, I would totally be down. A, a, a dark matter that's green instead of orange or whatever it is, yeah. you know, Yeah. I would yeah. be down. I would do it. I would totally be okay with a color swap, even if it's the same camo, just a different color. I think that would be awesome. I mean, we've already seen that with all the other camos. Why didn't they do it the mastery camos? It doesn't make any sense. All right, I actually have it up. So it goes, hey, Reed, this is from Level 1 Gaming. Uh, I hope this makes it to you. I commented on the live stream a while back, and, uh, and you asked about the Dark Matter grind and your thoughts. As of today, I am Prestige Master 397 and 32,454 correctly used kills from Dark from Dark Matter. I did the math on the total kills if you were to have been perfect on each kill going to headshots, heavy zombies, bosses, etc., and in total for the... In total, for just the original weapons, you need 297,080 kills for Dark Matter. For all released weapons so far, you need 361,700 kills. Might be interesting to share with your viewers. So that's just the, the sheer volume of kills. Sean, do you even have 361,000 kills in Zombies, let alone specific challenge-based kills? Probably not. 
All right. It's not hours. The hours, mm-hmm. what smart guy said for his grind was he put in seven hours a day for 30 days straight to get unlock all the camos. Camos. Wow. Remember when we just had camos in the game? And remember when challenges were just like, hey, you know, get a couple kills, get 100 yeah. headshots, like. Mm-hmm. 3,600 headshots per weapons, and sometimes you can't have attachments, so it makes it even more difficult, or knifing 300 crawlers, like you said. It's just like... Black Ops, Black Ops 3 did camos, right? I'll say that for what, a fact. What yeah. was it in Black Ops 3? Because I don't even remember. Was it It was relatively or... low. It was, yeah. it was either headshots or kills, but there was only ever like a couple hundred, maybe a thousand or so. It was level-based, wasn't it? No, that was or the was attachments it... was level-based. Oh, that's right, that's right. It, was, it might have been a combination of both then or something. Hmm. I don't know, but I felt like in Black Ops 3, I was always earning new camos or new attachments with weapons. And Mm -hmm. I also liked using weapons I don't normally use because I would get those. I would get those unlocks. Uh, You would almost organically in almost all the Call of Duty games, you would be getting at least four or five. And then you'd go out of your way for like the really specific challenges. It didn't feel easy, but it felt intuitive. 900. It was only 900 kills. 900 900 kills. Yeah. You gotta be Which, like, You can do that in a single game. Yeah. You really make an effort. You could. Right right now in BO4 Zombies, I'm third prestige going on fourth. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I'm still playing the game even though I'm not doing the Easter eggs. Yep. And I have a couple of the weapons done, like the Titan, and I think it's the, I have the Strafe pistol done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that you have to do all those challenges, and then on top of that, you have to get an additional amount of kills without attachments, and then an additional amount of kills with max attachments. It doesn't make any sense. Those should be counting along the way while you're grinding it. 100%. And furthermore, mm-hmm. I hate the fact that when I prestige, all the weapons are locked. And when I use a specific weapon, the challenges don't count at all. So you're not earning anything. Oh, my God. You want? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You want to talk about That's a punch weird. in the face? I don't even want to prestige anymore because every time I'm like, yo, I want the damn attachments for the weapons like level 48 mm-hmm. to 55. It's like, this is bullshit. I can't like, yeah. but then I'm wasting all that XP I could have been gaining. I constantly right. feel like I'm I'm never earning what I could be earning in that game. I think that's a fundamental a issue of the leveling up system. We didn't even have to worry about this in BO, uh, World at War, BO1, and BO2 because it wasn't implemented that way. Grounds to Downs mm-hmm. was the only thing that we really had to care about for a level up system. So they have had chronic issues in BO3 and BO4 with rewarding players XP-wise in a level system and zombies. Uh, BO3 wasn't as bad. It just felt like, I want it more. I, I constantly hear that criticism. Here, it's just like, what the f- What are we doing? <laughs> How is this fun? It's a lot. Oh. And I'll be... I'll tell you guys right now, like when I first saw these issues, I did reach out to studio because I, mm-hmm. I, I do have friends that work there. Yeah. I don't, I don't have any information. I just want to say, I don't have sure, sure, sure. Like that, but I reach out to him and said, do you guys realize that these camo challenges are a little ridiculous? Like mm-hmm. it would be nice if they were, I mean, especially since when you're grinding those challenges, you're not earning tier progression. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. Like if I was earning tier progression, I wouldn't mind grinding out camos. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's not worth it. I don't know. Understood. If I want to grind out a gun, I don't know how many times I fit, find out. Oh, it's not unlocked, so I got to go level up. Like right. it, it's never feeding into each other where it should. There's no synergy yeah. between unlocking a gun or going for a challenge or your XP level. It it's all doesn't horrible. flow. So, John, next question. <laughs> next question. All right, uh, we have a lot of them, by the way. So oh, make sure okay. Oh, speed questions. Let's do it. Okay, speed round. Speed round. Uh, Oh shit! Also, okay. Vegan Lizard King asked, "Prestige, who's your favorite zombie character?" Uh, Nikolai. Nice, Nikolai. Nikolai from all, I guess, because now we have like old, yeah, 
I, I know. All, all Nikolai all, all day. He's fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've also been asked, uh, Truskus left another comment. He said, topic for Reed and John. Where's that 12-hour transit stream at? Well, first, we have it's to do our 1v1. still on the bus trying to get here. <laughs> we first have to do our 1v1. Yeah. Um, and then that then will determine who has to suffer through a 12-hour transit stream. But we were talking about this today, how we, we need to do that. Yeah. We we'll get to it. And then, John's I, in school. I, I, That's the problem. It's way yeah. more important John gets his grades in order and he has a real career. And besides, I think you all, if this never takes off, like I think you could all also understand why we're procrastinating playing transit for twelve hours. Maybe I'll do it. I yeah. volunteer as tribute. <laughs> all right, that I settles it. it. <laughs> I love it. All right. Davo forty four says, uh, "Do you think they removed Misty from the character selection screen because of the controversy around her character model, or not?" What was that? Is that directed towards me? You think? Or? No, just everybody. Um, so Misty is out of the blackout character selection screen. Oh, um, I noticed that. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or wondered if it's because of the controversy that she had generated when she first launched. I have no idea. And I don't even think it was um, a substantial controversy. What about you? I right? didn't think so either. Um, I, I was also think... rephrasing that con- that question when sure. I said Yeah, um, I don't I don't think her assets, you know, are, <laughs> are the issue at hand here. Yeah. Um, I think it was a UI issue. Okay. Because if you have all the characters unlocked, it clips into the bottom. Oh. I think mm. I think it was just a UI issue. That makes personally. sense. I don't think um, there's any other reason behind that. Mm. I think they're just kind of, they removed her to fix the UI issue. That's all I think it is. I could even I see th- them yeah. putting it in as a paid thing as well. They might try and circle back around and make it like, well, oh, buy Misty. Oh, actually, that's it is. It's definitely going to be a paid thing. Yeah. Because when she was there on the selection screen, yeah, it said right. that she would be available yeah. in a special order. So. Yep. I'm assuming that she's probably going to come with update 1.15. And also, I think that's very clever that it's going to be uh, update well, 1.15 when the zombie stuff's dropping. So. I'd imagine they're planning something for that. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. And 1.15 would, is what factions would release with. So, wow. Oh, that Look makes at that. Yeah. sense Look at that. now. Ah. Yep. Okay. Greer said, uh, I want to point out that Noir Mode is in two times speed yeah. uh, to try and replicate what the old black and white silent films were like since yeah. they played at a lower frame rate. Mm-hmm. That makes sense now that he says that because oh. something about the movement just felt different when I was playing in noir mode and I couldn't put my thumb on what it was, but uh, two times speed feels right. I was spoiled by my it. server. Yeah, hundred percent. No, it goes faster. And then the if you ever make it to the uh, uh, Japanese horror round, it's awesome because it plays off that as well. The oh, what's films Japanese horror round? I didn't where the zombies are like are slowly moving or hardly moving, and all of a sudden they're right on you. And oh, that's that's fun. That's yeah, really cool. yeah, that's by far what I highlighted that I early think, in my review. It's like that's one of the best. I think reviews. noir and Japanese horror two of the clever. Two yeah, of the most, I mean 100%. I haven't seen Japanese horror, but just from that's what great. it sounds like, sounds like two of the most clever. I would like to see more filter type of rounds yeah. where it's yeah. like maybe super saturation or super like bloom or something like. I think that would yeah. be cool. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Have fun with it. I love the hardcore like no HUD and Voyage. It's like just keep it coming. Keep coming with those type of visual stimulus. Car- cartoon mode. I know you can select that in the options, but like mm-hmm. force it on. Yeah, why not? Make it ridiculous. Let us hallucinate. Let's see the numbers in Mason or just, or have like cartoon characters talking to us. I don't know how much you guys have played Blackout, but that's mm-hmm. a really cool thing that they did when you're unlocking Mason. Yeah, yeah, I um, loved it. Loved originally, it. Originally, you loved had to it. play as uh, Reznov. Yeah. Yeah, and the numbers are on the screen the whole oh. game. That's cool. I like oh, that. That's, that's really cool. Love uh, Jeepus Chrysler asks, favorite recent single player game? Resident Evil. Resident Two. Evil, yeah. 
by Can four Kingdom Hearts three. Yep, both good. I I'm like gonna, Kingdom Hearts three. Me too. I'm gonna say I don't know if this counts as recent because it's two years old, but Jesus. I recently picked it up on the. I well, I just picked this game up on the Switch again. Uh-huh. Like I had it originally on the PlayStation. I bought it on the Switch. The uh, the Crash Insane trilogy. Oh yes, yeah. Um, excellent. yeah, excellent. That, that really game is a remake. delight, and I I've been playing Spyro it as well. Yeah, it it, loved it, loved it. Oh God, yes. Yeah, mine's right over Switch. here. Where are they? People think I don't play any other games. I got to right there. You can see right on that shelf, right behind the pops. There's like 80 million games there. That yeah, I, I had to put mine in storage. It's getting so bad. I had so many games. Uh, I got to figure something out with that. Yeah, because you want to put something fun on display, but then you don't want to go crazy with it. John doesn't yeah. play video games because he's a boring Josh type. I don't <laughs> like him. I play video games. No, I've been playing Tetris 99. School, so. yeah, I've been playing Tetris 99 nonstop. But like, <laughs> love these two, but. Still, 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 still in its wrapping. I really gotta play the new God of War. Yes, you do. It Won is amazing. the game of the year. I heard it there's no awesome. cuts. Game of the year. Just here. Here's alone. my game of the year every year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody Everyone knows that the game that. of the year is Super Mario Bros. Two. Everyone <laughs> knows it's Knack. Knack Two. You silly bastard. <laughs> All right. I what's the next one? one? Sorry. Uh, next one. Yeah. Uh. Oh shoot! Uh, Redfield McGee, one fifteen. Uh, are, are are there sequels to movies that you find better than the first one? Oh yes. Hmm. Not yes. a not a zombies or Call of Duty question or yes. gaming question. But I love movies. Question. I absolutely adore mm-hmm. movies. John doesn't because he's boring. Uh, I mean, the, cla- the I think the classic example though is Empire Strikes Back. Yep, that's a good one. That's a good one to use. Oh, there was mm-hmm. there was definitely one top of mind that blew me away. That I was so much happier. It was better the second time around. Ah. Oh. I'm oh. trying to think of one. I heard that Godfather Part 2 was always typically better as well. I never saw a Godfather Part 2. Uh, you know what? Let's do a quick Google search just to see. That's what I, that's yeah, what I just did. Because yep. I, knew, I, I knew as soon as I see the list, I'll be like, oh, oh yeah, of course. Uh, Dark Knight. Oh, God, yes. That's one of my favorite yeah, movies that, of all time. That's a good one, yeah. Absolutely. That's a really good one. I would say that that's a that, that might be, in my opinion, the number one. Yeah, I think that revolutionized. The, Do the Harry the Potter movies count? Because the first one is really good, but then like the ones following were. Yeah, I think I, I, I would agree with that because like um I I think uh, what's it called? I was just I was literally just talking about this last night. The third one, what's the name of it? Uh, the Prisoner, Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, Prisoner Azkaban. That's Azkaban, one of the best. Yeah. That's, a, That's great a good one. one. Superman two. My dad always said that about the Superman two nineteen eighty. I remember that he loves his Superman. Uh, Spider-Man 2. Well, I mean, Spider-Man 1 wasn't something to to bring home, Toby McGuire. <laughs> uh, Empire Strikes Back. Godfather Part 2. Nailed it. Oh, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Definitely, definitely. Mad Max, Road Warrior, X-Men 2. Now, again, low bar, low bar. <laughs> the X-Men series wasn't good. That great. Oh, damn. What about chat? What do you guys? Blade 2, Terminator 2, Aliens, Terminator 2, Evil 2. Someone said Thor 2. <laughs> Thor 2. Thor 2 was horrible. Winter Soldier, I, I still love the first Captain America. Everybody gives it too much shit. I, I think Civil War was way worse, in my opinion. I, I, I have massive it. issues with Civil War, just from the character, because I care so deeply about character stuff. And just like, mm-hmm. how the hell does one just disgruntled individual outsmart all the Avengers, single-handedly beats them all? It's so insulting. Where Captain America is supposed to be able to go like toe-to-toe with Batman tactically, and Tony Stark's brilliant, and this guy just like... My wife died tangentially during one of your times you were saving the world. I need revenge. 
It's like, why? Oh, my God. This is terrible motivation. And I also like the scene where Bucky just like, you know, maybe, Steve, this isn't worth it for me. And you just see him like, I just turned on all my best friends. You got to be shitting me, Bucky. But yes. Oh, Shrek 2. Mm, Shrek 2. Shrek 2. Shrek 2 was fantastic. That's a good one, too. That's a yeah. really good one. I haven't considered Shrek 2. Mm-hmm. Jason Blundell 2. Now that is the sequel I want to see. All right. This is a multi-layered question for you, Ryan. Uh, right. um, multiplayer has had a competitive scene for a long time. With the addition of zombie game battles, how do you see the future of competitive COD with consideration for a third mode? Also, what is your favorite non-zombies wonder weapon and wonder weapon? Wait, what? What is your favorite non-zombies wonder weapon and wonder weapon and why? I'm not sure. Non-zombies wonder weapon? So no, normal weapon in the zombie mode. It's like oh, MG42. Okay. Oh, okay. Also, was is the XP bar glitched out in Blackout and multiplayer after Prestige? Because after Master Prestige, the XP kind of goes negative after leveling up in-game. Um, so there were okay. multiple layers to that. So the first question with competitive, uh, this was huge because competitive just announced that they're going to have their um, spots they can because it's being um goodness what's the word i can't think of the word basically there's they're i can't think of the word they're franchising it that's oh, it oh yes it. yes yep yep so now competitive is going to have spots for i think 25 million per team or something ridiculous to franchise it oh my. um i think competitive is just going to go up but Good. in order for competitive to succeed they need to also increase the the pool for the money because you see all these free-to-play games like Fortnite and they're just throwing money out there ridiculous amounts of money when call of duty is like hey here's our million dollar tournament and here comes Fortnite hey we're gonna have a tragillion tournament so i think they need to throw more money into it not just franchise it um mm-hmm. for it to mm-hmm. succeed i think that there's definitely still a place for a third mode like zombies to be competitive in nature and it needs to be done firsthand um but they're not going to do that. I think it's up to the community to keep continue uh, supporting competitive zombies or competitive third mode for whatever MW4 is going to be. Have you have um, you seen any of like the Zombie World League? Or uh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I talk to the newbie all the time about it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the stuff that's being done over there is really cool, and uh, I think that it's important for the community itself to push that. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be monetary gain. I think mm. it could be something else. But obviously, if it got to that point, there would be more interest. Yeah. Mm. That was strange when I heard an announcement for competitive zombies, which is like, Jesus, really? Like, there, it's we're, it's such a problem right now with, like, RNG factors and stuff like that. And multiplayer, yeah. do you ever hear guys complaining about RNG? Like, no, because everything has got rules in place. Like, there's rules in place, and you can't. I mean, yeah, you could put rules in place in zombies, but it wouldn't make sense to do that because you need everything in your inventory to defeat the zombies. Mm-hmm. I mean, could you imagine a competitive zombies? I mean, it, it, it almost it reaches almost a point where to... there's maybe too too many rules or it's too locked down. Yeah. Yes. And then yes. kind of get away at the core of the mode. Because mm-hmm. there are some things where you can say, okay, that might be a little too powerful, like uh, wonder weapons, right? Mm-hmm. Wonder weapons are a one hit for the most part. And if you're a good player and you can run circles around the zombies yeah. you can go forever with the yeah. wonder weapon yeah and once again that rng comes into place am i going to get a max ammo mm-hmm. do we yes. have to restrict gobble gums do we have to restrict elixirs i mean yep yep You're there's right just there. so much into it that you have to really be careful when you create a rule set especially for zombies when you need everything in your inventory to mm. take out the zombies so yeah 
It's yeah. tough. It really is. There's so many things that need to be looked at before saying, all right, here's the rules. Mm-hmm. As to where multiplayer, it says, hey, we have a gentleman's agreement. We're not going to use X, Y, and Z. And then we also have Call of Duty that says, you're not going to use this. You're not going to use this because we realize it is a little too powerful. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of different aspects of multiplayer that are just taken out altogether when it comes to competitive. So I don't know. Um, and then as for non-wonder weapon or just regular weapon. I think I think not favorite non-wonder weapon as well as favorite wonder weapon. Okay, favorite wonder weapon, thunder gun. I just love watching the zombies fly away. It's really yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, and then my favorite not wonder weapon, the Galva knuckles. Ooh, yeah, it's a good choice. Piece the crap out of zombies, and they're like, yeah, I don't know. I like I like the, that weapon a lot. They I'm fundamentally returned. Oh my god, yes, because you could get it really early, and for like 13, 14 rounds, you're just meleeing everybody, getting all kinds of yeah. uh, mm-hmm. points early on, allowing you to do stuff so much quicker. And they felt like an investment too, because they were like six thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was great. And I guess if if I had to choose like a weapon where it actually shoots bullets, I'd probably say like the MG42. It's just a classic. <sighs> it's it's great. I mean, you that, build points PSH. like crazy. Oh god, PPSH. Those are the two like, is good. custom zombies, man. Those just come in as favorites. You're just like, oh, yes, I'm set now. I, I probably would say the PPSH. Yeah. 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 That's Especially Double Tap 2 World at War and it just breaks the game. Yes! I love that. And the gun's flying up the screen. <laughs> yep. John, what do you got? What else? Uh, that's about it for uh, donor topics, but I just want to run through a couple quick donations. I got yep. one from Doctor or Mr. Drown who says, have a good day, John. Aww. So thank you very much. Hope you have a good day as well. Exiled uh Serg says, John, do you have any merch available for sale? Uh if so, where can I find it? If not, when will you have merch available? Uh nothing for sale right now. Um, but if I do, I'll mention it in the show and in videos. You could always and go to my then, storefront. I have all kinds of yep, cool things. Redrendering.com. Well, not only and, there, uh, there's uh, this uh, T spreadshirt thing. I definitely had that set up. I don't even know the name of it, to be honest with you. Oh, I did see that on your videos. I noticed that when I was watching your video that I saw your little Spreadshirt store. I love that feature. Yeah. Uh, Buff Doge says, keep it up with a smiley face emoji. And then uh, Emilio Vanilla says, do you think that getting box-only weapons is not worth it considering you can put on attachments and also the inability to buy ammo for them? Yep. And the ammo has always been a thing. Yep. Um, I, I wish they gave more value to box weapons. I find that whether or not I hit the box really varies on map by map. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Ops 2 maps, I don't hit the box that much just because so many of the wall weapons are that good. Like you had the AN94, mm-hmm. you had the PDW. Black Ops 3, I found a little bit of a return to the box. Black Ops 4, I go back and forth. How about you guys? Uh, it, it always depended on what I was going for. Easter egg quests, constantly hitting for RNG shit. BO1 was the worst by far. I hated hitting the box yeah. of BO1 because you could go forever in Ascension and Moon, I would remember, trying to get Black a gun. Black Ops 1, I feel like the box was actively working against you. Oh, my God. I mean, I know it's just random with, like, a slight bias towards certain weapons, but, God, did it feel like it just wanted to see the world crumble. Hundreds of thousands of points I've wasted before. Yeah. I remember, like, uh, NGT would have entire videos where it'd just be them 10 spinning. minutes in a playthrough of, like, Call of the Dead spinning the box trying to get the Wonder mm-hmm. Weapon. One of actually the original things that inspired me to make my channel. Uh, Fun fact, right? Like, I'm I'm gonna do let's plays, but I'm gonna cut out the box spinning. <laughs> it's genius, right? How do you feel about that? Um, I mean, for me, like Black Ops Four in particular, I just get the strafe, and I'm good with that fully max papped. 
and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in past round 30 really easy because Jesus once Christ. you have dead shot, yeah. you're, you're okay. Jesus Christ. Do you know how bad that is to me, in my, at least in my world, in my completely stupid world, that he can just take the starting weapon and never use anything in game? Do you know how <laughs> Plus, I can buy it right off the is? wall. Yeah. Ammo forever. Always there. I saw you in there in gameplay doing that. I'm just like, Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool. I yeah. forgot my nine gameplays where I was yeah. talking. Mm-hmm. I was just using the strafe the whole time. Yeah. I really don't have a reason. Unless I'm doing <sighs> a step to the Easter egg yeah. where I want to get the... Um, the, the scorpion, I can't remember the name of it. Oh, yeah. oh you're talking circuits kiss. Yeah, if I'm using that, then okay, but still, then it doesn't really matter much. And then on top of that, you have the really powerful weapons that you get every so often, uh, like the scepter, the viper, the specials weapons, the specials weapons. Yeah, I couldn't think of the name. Sorry, but yeah, those are really powerful. I mean, get mm-hmm. you out in a pinch really quickly. I do find it frustrating that after all this time, we've still never gotten a feature where it's like. I mean, of course, we have double pack a punch now in this game, quadruple pack a punch. But like, we've just never had the pay ten thousand dollars, throw your wonder weapon, or throw your pack a punch weapon back in and get it full ammo again. Well, yeah. I, I well, World War Two was just fine at solving all those problems. It was just pack a punch and even supply crates and tortured paths. Yeah, didn't didn't World, did World War Two have that feature? Hundred percent was great. It was yeah, fantastic. that's right. Trey Trey has a name. I, I I lose track sometimes with like. Yeah, there's four only forty two maps plus at this point. With, with with four yeah. different styles of zombies, it's hard to keep track of. But I don't think Treyarch has done it. I'm I not, wish they would give us an ability to spend like fifty grand because there comes a point where you just have so many points you don't know what to do with them. Mm-hmm. Give me give me a another secret pack a punch, fifty grand, and my weapon is just super buffed. That way I can k- still work on headshots. Pack even yeah. really a weird. punch fusion or pack a punch fury. I've been saying this for years. We absolutely <laughs> need those super pack a punch machines. It evolves the system. Absolutely. All right. I have some donations, Uh, but I have bad news at the moment. I need everybody to do, once again, hashtag not my die rise, because my chat updated and just cleared. So just as I was going to announce it, the winners, I didn't write it down, but I now know this for future reference. If you'd like to win one of the two 3D printed perk bottles provided by our wonderful sponsor today, I can get the actual specific name up so they feel nice, warm, and fuzzy on the inside. Let me do that again. J&J 3D Printing sir, printing Solutions, I want to say services. All you got to do is say hashtag not my die rise only once. Otherwise, you are ineligible to win these. And I am going to read my final donations as you all have your chance this time to do it again, to win the bottles, and we'll be in contact with you uh, donation-wise. Mr. Drow, wonderful. Thank you so much for your donation. Time to start my game. Kino, have a good day. Read. I'm looking forward to your Resident Evil 2 gameplay. I can't wait either. I might upload the entirety of my Resident Evil evil 2 let's play i'm editing it right now down i did on twitch so it'll be one of those fun things where you can watch it on twitch you have early access if you're a twitch uh follower or subscriber and then eventually gets re-uploaded just like oh in case you don't have the money you're still not left out of it um turbo our man dirk the brooklyn leader himself happy to see prestige on the show question for all you guys and each of your own opinions what is your perfect game in today's world uh, what is, in your eyes, your perfect game? Love the show and keep it up always. Um, whoa, that's a big, that's big, a big question. Any game with... Um, that's a tough question. Sky Rise Remastered is the perfect game. I think it's definitely those single-player narrative-driven experiences like A Last of Us or Resident Evil 2 recently, like God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn. Those are yeah. always the games, Bioshock, 
They stick with me. Sly Cooper series. Those are the greatest games I've ever played. Hands down. Call of Duty doesn't hold a torch to many of those stories, the gameplay, mechanics, and what I love about them. So don't, somewhere along those lines. Um, Tetris 99. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 agree with, uh, I agree with you, Reed, and I mm-hmm. think that um, some of the best games I ever played would be like The Last of Us. They've made a, a long-lasting impression on me, mm-hmm. and I can still go back and play those games and still feel like I did the first day I played them. Um, but I would think like the perfect game and maybe I'll get flack for saying this, but like Minecraft, it's a Mm, game that changes all the time. Yeah. You can play differently every single time. That's a good one. That's a real, real good one. It never loses its, it's fun really, unless you want it to, but, um, imagination is a hell of a drug. So (laughs) that's basically my answer. I don't know. That's fantastic. No, you're spot on. I love it. I love it. And the last donation comes in from Ryan. And also, we had a bunch of members kick in today. Octakilo, Kakarok, the Brain Farts, and Carnage all renewed today. So it must be on an auto-renew function. Brain Farts, 17 months in a row. Dude, you're amazing. Um, Ryan donates. He says, I think factions and zombies will be similar to factions in multiplayer mode or infinite warfare. Oh, like where you have an actual... In multiplayer, you had mm-hmm. a faction, and they would say, all right, here's your daily challenge, and you would get a reward. Um, while you continuously rank up that faction to earn specific rewards set in stone. Mm-hmm. So you had, um, goodness gracious, hold on, let me look it up really quick because I don't want to misspeak. It's fine. But it was uh, it was like every day you could, as you played the game, you would earn XP towards the specific unit or faction, mm-hmm. and the XP bar would go up until eventually you would reach rank 50 mm-hmm. and then that would be the end but then they extended it to rank 100 and they added more rewards throughout hmm. it's pretty damn good well you look that up i have our winners so thank you guys for sticking around the show alpha taco is our first winner Boom. That's a good one. and our second winner is cam cam x and 911 which worries me that sounds like some creepy edgy uh, like cam girl, but it might not actually be that at all. So go ahead and contact me on Twitter would be the best way at rattles 27. So I can get your information in a DM and you can win these. Uh, well, you get these sent to you. So thank you for participating and make sure to come every week. We will have more and more giveaways now weekly giveaways for all of you that stick to the end of the Zombros show. You can always follow us on iTunes and Spotify and support the show on Patreon. It has been an absolute blast. Now, to wrap up, there it is. Oh, missions and teams. I'll link this in the chat, too. Mission teams, yeah. It was called mission teams. Oh, mission and there teams. was, uh, You could be the JTF Wolverines, the Orion Initiative, the Saber Team 7, uh, and then Wraith and Blood Anvil were added throughout the game. Cool. And uh, when you would go in, you would have a specific challenge that you would do every match. And if you completed that challenge to its fullest you would get a specific set XP amount that would then rank up your mission mm. team and you would earn rewards as you did it. I thought it was a really clever thing. I just forgot the name of it because it's been so long since <laughs> I played IW. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mission teams were really cool. And I, I would totally say, yeah, that makes sense for factions to be similar to mission teams, especially since yeah. there is uh, a rumor that uh, Lee Ross is on the team at Treyarch. Very strange oh. rumor, so, right? Even though he did zombies, mm-hmm. he was at IW. So mm-hmm. 
it would make sense. It would, would be... and that would migrate, and then we avoid Johnny's problem of alienating people if everyone's working together in a team to earn all these new rewards. Like, everybody mm-hmm. gets free uh, perk-ups. People would mm-hmm. be on board with that, especially if they don't yeah. contribute and they just log in, and the people that did work for it give them free perk-ups. They're going to be like, damn, this is great. Free shit. I'm telling you, free shit. And it would all be done on your own accord, too, because the mission teams, at least, were specific to you. It wasn't like mm-hmm. everyone had to work together. Um, there were times where they did that, but cool. uh, it was just like you could put as much effort or as little effort as you wanted to in order to rank that team up and get the reward. So I think that would be really, really cool. That's a great idea. That is a really good idea now that, that I think a, about it. That's mm-hmm. exciting. Well, thank you for the suggestion. I appreciate that. Um, that was one more time. Oh, no. Yep. Just went full screen on me. That's cool, though. Uh, Ryan. Just Ryan. May Prestige donated himself just to try and sneak it in there. <laughs> I wish I thought that idea because I probably made a video surprised. Uh, I hadn't thought of that. It's a cool idea. And I'm just cool. a yeah. Go ahead. Oh, go no, that was okay. a quick last second donation yeah. I got real fast. Yeah. Uh, Emilio yeah. Vanilla says, uh, just like the cotton endowment, should all microtransactions go towards certain charities? Uh, some towards Activision. Wouldn't would this be an incentive to buying them? Make me feel less pissed at them if they were giving their money yeah, away. Yeah, I mean, it'd, it'd be a nice gesture of goodwill if, like, maybe 5% of all microtransactions went to... Call of Duty Endowment. Call of Duty mm-hmm. Endowment. Yeah, feel a little more genuine. Couldn't, couldn't but, be a bad thing. But I mean, 5%, oof, I couldn't imagine hearing uh, that at the stockholder well, five, meeting. 5% oh, is, I mean, it sounds small, but if they make a million dollars off of microtransactions, I mean, you're talking, like, a good $20,000 there, I think. And there are microtransactions that are dedicated to giving 100% back to the yep. endowment. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like calling cards and mm-hmm. uh, emblems in previous games mm-hmm. uh, and emotes in this current game. So let's, yeah. see, let's see how that, that math it's works. Not, it's nice, but it's like the thing you really, really want, if you knew it was also going toward <sighs> helping people, 2%. that would be, you know, I think you'd feel a lot, a little more excited about that. I think that there would also be a side of the community saying, oh, well, they're only doing that to look good. I, you know but what? That's... I don't give a shit if they're helping people. Mm-hmm. And you yeah, know if they're what? helping people, I don't care. I, I, yeah, let them. I mean, at I, least I, then I, I know my money's not just going into an incinerator. Yeah, mm-hmm. or going into their CEO making billion oh, millions. Like that bonus check. Come yeah, on. Yeah, you it's have like, to cut hundred jobs just to get keep your bonus check. Yeah, your little golden parachutes waiting for you as well. Just like ah, uh, oh. yeah. I, I'm I'm much happier that they're Horrible. looking good helping people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forget. There's yes. a book. There's a book I read. I can't. I can't seem to remember the, the name of it right now. But the whole premise of the book was essentially that um, a lot of companies are doing like these good, like these gestures of goodwill and stuff, and it's all to improve their like their outward public perception, yeah. which yeah. helps their bottom line at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So it's like, sure, they're not really doing these things out of the goodness of their heart, mm-hmm. but good work is still being done, and I think that's better than and that's better than nothing being done. Yes. Yeah. And if that's how problems get solved in the future, just because the motives aren't entirely altruistic, that's not something to scoff at. Um, I wish I could remember the name of that book, but that was the whole yeah. Well, it book. deals with ethics, and we talked about that deeply. Mm-hmm. I, there's Keynesian theory, and there's a whole bunch of utilitarianism. Uh, they d- distinctly talk about that person, about the selfish individual. If like he sees a poor, poor person on the street, and it makes him feel bad, so he gives him money, and he's just like, God, I just don't want, I don't want to see poor people on the street. But he's uh. helped somebody ethically or morally is that is that good for yeah. him to do that those are fun there's a whole course i found it out it was called the solution revolution how business okay. government and social enterprise are teaming up to solve society's toughest problems cool. uh, i remember that being an interesting read 
So cool. it's a good suggestion. Good suggestion. And there there are a lot of people that, like you said, will donate and do stuff like that, but it's never ever I mean, you don't even have to say a thing. Maybe to you it's just good karma. Yes. You're, you're putting mm-hmm. some good karma in the bank. I mean, that's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. You yes. don't have to always say, look what I did. I did this. You don't, it yeah. doesn't have to be that. Right? No. You could just do something good for the sake of doing something good. I'm about, about to tweet out. I just bought the uh, Call of Duty microtransaction for the endowment. Look at how great of a person so, I am. So all four ninety nine of it going towards charity. <laughs> I, I like I like just just helping. Just help. Yeah. That's all you got. So, yeah, no, that's a, that's a good good idea right there. Ryan. Where can everybody yes. find you and what you're doing? Any projects you're up to? Um, you can find me at uh, youtube.com forward slash prestige is key and mm. over on twitter.com forward slash prestige is key. Uh, right now, just patiently waiting for the next major update. Mm. And currently I'm working on grinding out uh, my prestige ranks in blackout and saving up drops because I already have everything in the operation. It's all done. So Jesus now I have like right. 250 reserve drops on on, on jesus right ryan oh my god <laughs> so <Wow>. yeah <laughs> that's well that's exciting you will definitely know day one ryan will probably have all the guns waiting for you for the next update that's fantastic i will man. have that footage available and i'll also have uh, an entire video what was added what is actually new because mm-hmm. the way that they added the uh they basically have a new contraband stream where yes. it shows all new items mm-hmm. i can show exactly what was added how many of those camos they piece and part out in order to fluff the system mm-hmm. um, and all of the most valuable things that you were going to want to find in the system just from grinding. Awesome. No money spent. Thank goodness. <laughs> yes. That's the biggest uh, goal here is grinding uh, mm-hmm. to get your stuff in games. And this uh, games is a service day and age that has become so frustrating. Yep. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, Ryan. His link is in the description Thanks. of both our videos. Both John and I are on top of our A-game today. This has been an absolute blast. I mean, we went way over on time just because the conversation was so good. We're going to have to have you back on, Ryan. This was of wonderful. Of course, man. I'm um, always happy to be back. Oh, that's wonderful. Fantastic. Thank you all so much for coming out. We'll see you guys next Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the next episode of the Zombros Podcast. Be safe until we see you then, and take care. Bye now. Bye now. Bye now. Bye now. Bye now. I know. I know. I know. I know.